22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Ah, the voice of the rest of my life. That's what she is, isn't she? (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Take the gun out your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to (laughs) Nova. Welcome to it. Oh, damn. That was pretty good. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, the show that's not afraid to ask burning questions like, why can't we watch the 3D SpongeBob movie if we saw Into the Woods? <laughs> because no one wants to see the 3D SpongeBob movie. Don't even lie to yourself. I want to see the 3D SpongeBob movie. You don't count. I want to see it out of principle. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, here with, excuse me, here with the guy who's the man oh man i messed that up yeah it sounds like you have (laughs) anyway the man who has critique as his middle name mfg mike the finance guy brannigan's law is like brannigan's love hard and fast (laughs) (laughs) futurama i love futurama i I like this whole bit that you're doing with the futurama quotes and also with us the man who puts the t in tech and tank and tacky jokes rt square ralph the tech you know it's always hard to explain puns to kleptomaniacs because they always take things literally (laughs) (laughs) and that's our show (laughs) (laughs) yeah that might as well be our show (laughs) oh man all right so today we're not we're definitely not going to talk about spongebob this will be the only podcast that itunes request stops now (laughs) (laughs) this will be the podcast that that ralph invites to listen to and people like no that's it no no, no more (laughs) it's like yeah i heard 51 no. I heard 51 seconds of 51, <laughs> and that was it. I was done. I'd rather have been captured at Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least there you'll get probed. Yeah, exactly. Wow, probed. Okay. <laughs> well, well, when, you, when you're Mike's age, that's, that's what happens. You know, you got to go for a clonic and being probed, you know. Probably I just like to think of it as just, you know, just going there for the company. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm going to have to be going for that soon. <laughs> I'm getting up there, man. Well, today's show, we're going to be talking about the two big mid-season finales in the DC Universe, also known as Flash and Arrow, also also known as Not Gotham. Uh Plus, we're going to also take a look at the Marvel miniseries, Axis, and we're going to talk about that in full. Mike's been waiting to talk about that all week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Yeah. That's that's him trying to contain his excitement about talking about Axis. (laughs) (laughs) By excitement, I mean hate. (laughs) I, don't I think, never hate anything. I don't think... What? <laughs> <laughs> MHG. <laughs> this is the name now. You see that his nose is growing like three sizes. <laughs> for, 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 for a black guy, he's getting darker. <laughs> you know, when, you, when, when a fruit is getting ripe, he's getting ripe with hate. <laughs> but you know what? Let's not delay the show any longer. Let's go right into things that people can use. Let's go to the quick news. Ooh, that rhymed. And now. The Quick News with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Cap. Damn right, I got some quick news. <laughs> and it's funny how you got your funny little line right before Ralph pressed the intro. Yeah, I knew it would take him a while to figure out where the intro button was. So. <laughs> you know, this, it's like the soundboard rearranges itself automatically. I don't know yeah. Why. <laughs> That's what Grandpa always says when he doesn't remember his Alzheimer's medicine. Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, Mike is just really good at slipping it in. <laughs> <laughs> You don't even notice. (laughs) You won't even know I'm there, which just says a lot. But let's go to quick (laughs) Just the tip. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Tip, I'm balls deep. (laughs) 
<laughs> I used to say that uh, when we were saying to the waiters, you'd be like, you know, did you leave a tip? Tip hell, I'm with the whole shaft. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want the whole shaft, you don't want to get shafted. Exactly. <laughs> wow, we're on a roll today. Wow. I guess I got to make quesadillas more often. Or something. <laughs> All right, Mike, you got the quick news. Lay it on us, though. Right. I know that I've got two pieces, but I think you're probably going to talk about one. So go ahead. I'd like to talk about any of them. Are you done? <sighs> Thank you. Go ahead. Jeez. All right, everyone, get your passports ready. We're going to Berlin, Puerto Rico, and Atlanta. Say say that. Say it again. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. It's Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. It's Puerto Rico. (laughs) But why are we going to Berlin, Puerto Rico, and Atlanta? Why? Because beginning in April, Marvel Studios begins its five-month shoot for Captain America 3 Civil War. The movie will introduce Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther and Daniel Bruhl as the film's villain. Anyone thinking Ulysses Claw? That's who I'm thinking, Mr. Claw. No. I don't know, because I don't know who the villain's going to be, and he's yeah. still not listed as a villain by name yet. Wow, okay. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious who the, the villain will be. So Berlin, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, and where? Atlanta. Okay, those are three random spots. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> uh, and especially because if you've read any of the Captain America's um, stories, I don't think any of the stories that are taking place in any of them. Well, places. Berlin I can see, because they'll probably do something with the whole Nazi you know, Hydra movement type thing. Um, Puerto Rico, I imagine it'll suddenly be Wakanda. <laughs> that's personally what I'm imagining suddenly it's going to be <laughs> so for yeah. all those Puerto Ricans who are denying their black heritage stop right now <laughs> it's because it's actually cheaper to go to Puerto Rico than it is to go to Africa and it looks the same anyway yeah exactly yeah, but for that you can go to DR and pay like five pesos and you're like living like a king yeah but in DR you gotta watch out for that chikungunya that chikungunya yeah it's a disease that goes around mosquitoes Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That's interesting. That's kind of creepy. Well, but I never thought of that, you know, using Puerto Rico as Wakanda. I mean, I'm like, just tossing it out there because otherwise <laughs> I'm like, why are we in Puerto Rico again? Uh, vacation? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, to, so that you can go and spend American dollars. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. I, I, I'm very curious to, uh, to, to where they're going to film in Puerto Rico. Atlanta, I could give a shit. In Berlin, sounds cool. But yeah. So I can see yeah. now that we're, we're watching the movie, the cab's going to be like, oh, I know where that is. I know where that is. I was there the oh, other day. Oh, come on. The police arrested me there. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I got to be arrested every time? <laughs> because me, you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> it's like me and my 20 cousins, we were having a party right there by that waterfall. <laughs> oh, don't be mad because it's not in DR. It's like me and my 20 cousins in that one room were having a party. <laughs> we, were, we were fixing the plumbing. And we know how to have a party. <laughs> you also know how to build stores and have cabs. So, That's right. So that sounds very interesting. I'm just wondering who their villain is though I could have yeah. sworn the, we, spoke, we spoke to a source and they were talking about um, his friend was in the Captain America well we know the Crossbones is back I mean that well, you even see him in the preview in, in the oh, pre- well, I'm sorry I'm sorry you see him in the uh, the it, Avengers one I think I didn't see him I think that's isn't that the guy that's got like kind of the, the, the beard and mustache the overgrown beard and mustache I thought that that was the Crossbones guy but we'll have to watch it again I don't know alright so anyhow alright look up in the sky it's a bird it's plain desperation. It's a bimbo. No, it's a crossover. According, uh, yeah, according to an interview with CW Arrow executive producer Mark Guggenheim, it's not out of the question for CBS's Supergirl to cross over with Flash and Arrow. Now, how is this seemingly insane concept possible? Simple. I've already mentioned this before, but CBS and Warner Brothers are co-owners of the CW. Right. Also of note, a reporter for The Hollywood Reporter interjected into that same interview that he heard rumor that the crossover was in series producer Greg Berlanti's contract. Guggenheim did not respond to the comment, seemingly giving consent with his silence. Wow. Which if you really think about it, think about it. I mean, if you're coming out with a new superhero product and you have something that huge hits like Flash and Arrow... And you could make a crossover happen. You'd be like, yeah, damn well better be in my contract to to make people see this show at some point. Absolutely. You know? I, I think that's, I mean, 
even if they didn't have that, I just think it's a really cool move to have all of the superhero um, shows crossing over at some point. Not Batman. That's Fox. Yeah, but it ain't but, gonna happen. But we already know about Fox. Fox, Fox. Fox ain't no team player. Come on, Fox. That's what we're gonna call him right now. Fox. We're a Fox. <laughs> we're like, Fox you, Fox you, Fox you. Yeah, Fox the industry. <laughs> so I'm so I'm surprised about. I mean, I'm not surprised. Fox Universal Fox. Television. F U T V. And watch, they're gonna come out with that too. <laughs> All right, what else you got there, Mike? All right, I'm sure, like me, many of you have been unable to sleep. Afraid that a well-respected movie sequel could be horribly ruined if some of the original cast and creative forces did not return. Well, everyone can stop worrying. It has been confirmed. Yes, confirmed that director Anthony C. Ferrante, writer Thunder Levin, and actress Tara Reid will be back for Sci-Fi Channel's Sharknado 3. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> I, I am so relieved. Because this time, the fishy destruction will rip through Washington, D.C. And here I thought Ooh. you were talking about a good movie. <laughs> no, I'm talking about a great movie. Sharknado. <laughs> Three. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which I can't wait to find out what the title will actually be because the second one was called Sharknado 2. The second one. <laughs> Do you actually like those movies on sci-fi? They're horrible. I mean, the sci-fi movies in general, some of them can be kind of good. The good ones, or the kind of good ones, actually start out really well. Yeah. Like, they make an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and a half of a really good movie, and then it just falls apart. The other movies are just pure schlock. Yeah. And these Sharknado movies, it's only because of the whole Twitter, you know, social media thing that it became what it is, because they're not even some of the better schlock that they've produced. Right. Did you hear about Lava Lantula? Lava Lantula? Yeah. Well, is this a spider that also oh, has yeah. lava? lava? I haven't heard about this. Yeah, Ralph Garman was talking about it on Hollywood Babylon. Oh, he's, he's in it. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. Oh, man. Come well, on. Like, if, once you see Sharktopus, you've seen everything. Yeah, Sharktopus. <laughs> I've never seen Sharktopus. And Piranaconda. Oh, yeah. oh, Piranaconda was great. Part Piranha. Part Anaconda. Piranaconda. <laughs> I don't know. Why does sci-fi... How are they even still a channel? <laughs> Because they got movies like that. They have wrestling. That's why. That's yeah. what keeps them alive. They, they actually yeah. do have a lot of good. Um, their own shows are good. A lot of them. I love Helix. Yeah. You know. Did you um, see the I haven't Helix, seen Open. True, I haven't true. seen Open. But I did see the Twelve Monkeys started. By the way, did anyone see that? Yes, I saw. It was that. good. Um, shout out to Joe. I can never watch Twelve Monkeys because I told I told him to watch it as as a teenager. I was like, oh, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. And I guess because he saw the the way the movie was gonna wrap up ahead of time. You know when you're watching a movie, and you're like, oh, it's gonna end like this. Right. He saw the ending and he was like, well, fuck you, because he had took his mom and his dad. They all said. <laughs> down and have like a family movie night and right. he goes my father who's not the sharpest tool in the shed is like I fucking saw that coming he was like <laughs> who recommended this fucking movie the cap yep and, then, <laughs> and they were like well tell him he sucks so ever since then <laughs> you suck, suck. yeah just, totally just let you know so I, ca- I can't watch 12 monkeys because of that <laughs> don't let that ruin it for you you should still watch it. it's pretty good yeah I'm, I'm, I'm flashbacks. I, uh, traumatic, traumatic experience. I saw it last night in the haze between I fall asleep, and I still thought it was good. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, in a decision that has me on day three of my seven-day gun permit wait, <laughs> Fox has renewed Gotham for a second season. Wow. Yeah. Fox's co-chairman slash CEO Dana Walden says that they quote. Love the show, end quote. And the only message they have for the show's creator is, quote, keep doing what you're doing, end quote. Gotta love that. All right. But this is the killer. Fans are still waiting to hear on Sleepy Hollow's renewal. And if so, there might be some creative changes to make the show more episodic rather than serial. 
So I'm like, so Gotham, keep doing what you're doing, and a great show like Sleepy Hollow, we're going to play with the formatting. Great. Fucks. <laughs> there it goes. Fucks. FUTV. FUTV. <laughs> wow. They strike again. I, yeah. uh, I'm, but remember I talked about, and it's funny, remember I talked about a couple of months ago that Sleepy Hollow might be canceled, and you guys are like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure. Now I'm like, wow. Well, I mean, it's it's pretty much, it's not a guarantee to be canceled. It's just they're waiting for renewal news. But if they if they haven't heard they're going to be canceled, they're probably going to be renewed. You know, that's, oh, man. That, that's, you know, it's, but just, it's just such a freaking good show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to do my bad imitation right now. I have several of them, but no one cared who I was until I put on the mask. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Now, that is a <laughs> quote from Bane and a fine summation of Tom Hardy. But now that some other big names are putting on masks, it seems that Mr. Hardy is on the run. Scheduling conflict was given as the reason Hardy left the set of the Suicide Squad movie, but now reports are coming out that the Dark Knight's former villain vacated the set because co-stars Will Smith, Deadshot, and Jared Leto, Joker, have been given expanded screen time to the detriment of Hardy's Rick Flagg character. Uh-huh. Wow. So he ran away like a whiny little bitch? Yeah, because now they're saying that, um, or at least the rumor mill is now that Jake Gyllenhaal might fill the role. Jake Gyllenhaal replacing him? Wow. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, the, the better looking Gyllenhaal. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Maggie looks like something happened. Droopy dog? Droopy dog. <laughs> Female Skeletor? <laughs> and now Maggie Gyllenhaal joins the hall of can't be on our show. <laughs> We need to kill. We need to kill your female love interest in the second movie. Oh, then get some ugly woman. <laughs> Don't get Katie Holm back. Get some ugly woman and replace her. No one cares if an ugly woman dies. Wow. And there's some people who are like Maggie Gyllenhaal looks great. I'm like, in what? She's a good actress. Well, no, she is a good actress. No, no, no. I, I didn't say she wasn't a good actress. Oh. I'm just saying, you know, the way she looked in, in, in um, the Dark Knight Returns. Ah, oh. holy hell. No. Yeah. Holy no. hell, she looked it's bad. It's like, Bruce, why are you dating your mother's friend? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what else you got, Mike? Alrighty. Last one I have. So, enjoy smearing as much clotted cream on your spotted dick while you can. What? Because Netflix is throwing England's tea into the harbor. Due to an expiring contract, Netflix is dropping most of its British broadcasting company streaming content on January 31st. It is possible that a new agreement could take place uh, before the deadline, but if not, we'll hear Elonzi to Doctor Who, Luthor, Top Gear, Faulty Towers, Black Adder, and many, many others. Now, I don't know about all of you, but I couldn't continue to enjoy life without my BBC close at hand. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big hand you have. (laughs) All jokes aside, wow, that's what they're doing? Yeah, well, it's it's not that they're doing it, it's just their contract is expiring. I mean, so like if the BBC basically doesn't renew a contract with them, it's not that they won't, like for instance, you'd have to then get the dvds you know um it's just that their streaming contract will expire but i I mean i'm not a who fan but i can i can commiserate with people who like having that show at their fingertips well there's also just bbc has a lot of great shows i mean you know even just the old stuff towers Towers, i heard is a good one yeah i mean mean, even like their old mystery ones i mean they just have a lot of great shows out there but i'm saying just that i have at your fingertips i mean i don't know how um, how their website, you know, can you look at old episodes like, you know, you no, can go to CW, really. you can watch like the, the last six yeah. episodes of Flash or you can watch the last five episodes. They don't so. offer streaming in the U.S. That, what? They don't want, like, you can go to their website. Yeah. If you're in the U.S., you can't access a lot of their and, and, and that's kind of what, what, what my issue is. Yeah. like, wow, you know, they're not going to have access. So like I said, I'm not a Who fan. I'm not, I don't watch Faulty Towers, but to have no access to your show. Yeah. It's not like your show was canceled. It, that right. The show's going on. You have no access to it. Yeah. But it's also just weird too that you would think that it, I mean, unless there's something else weird going, that it would only behoove the the British Broadcasting Company to allow it. I mean, you're just getting more audience for your yeah. product. 
So, I mean, you know, so I don't know. I don't know what the, the deal is with that. And by the way, you, you, you uncouth people, spotted dick is a dessert <laughs> for all of you didn't know. And clotted cream is, it's like, it's really delicious. I mean, it, it's this triple cream. It's like, it's thicker than, it's almost as thick as cream cheese, but it's like, it's also something you spread. It doesn't have a lot of sweetness to it, but it's like great on scones and stuff like that. Oh, but, but it's funny because yeah, when you said those two got things, the horrible name. I'm not sure when you saw, when you said that thing, me and Ralph were like, what? <laughs> well, why do you think I phrase it the way I do? <laughs> That's all your quick news? That is all the quick news Wow, you didn't hit the two major points I thought you were going to hit. No, because I probably didn't think they were worth my time. Okay, so number one. <laughs> my voice is very valuable. Oh, goodness. Well, in fact, it's so valuable, I'll continue talking to ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me throw out the first one then. Um, rumor, uh, That rumor has it, but now it's been confirmed that Deadpool's going to die. and the fact Deadpool going to die in what? In the comic book form. You mean after has having his head chopped off, he still hasn't died? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're getting rid of him in the, in, in the comic book it, it, once again it's Marvel saying F you to F Fox yeah everyone keeps denying when I mention to people oh you know Mike you're just being so paranoid or you're just looking into it too much really I was watching an interview with, um, was it I think it was IGN that they were talking with, with some comic book um, um, experts about what's going on and they said yeah well when you speak to people in the industry the writers will, will talk around it they'll say yeah. yeah well you know you know, there's some books that you know heroes die all the time and people come back to life but they don't necessarily address the fact that they're not doing it because of that of course well they can't i mean as a business you can't well, just come out and yeah. say like well we're just going to fuck over anybody that's our competition you know in every way shape or form because i mean you know if you went out and actually said that that's what you're going to do i mean again I'm, well, I'm obviously no lawyer but i mean fox might be able to turn around and go well then you're intentionally trying to harm the product that we're building but my thing is then just know. then just say no then just say no 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 i mean they're they're dancing around and leaving it open to interpretation i was like wow and, yeah. and the fact, I mean, Deadpool, and not that any of us here at this panel, well, I know I don't like Deadpool. I can't speak for you two. I love Deadpool. <laughs> you love Deadpool? <laughs> I despise that <laughs> fucking creature. But he's Marvel's one of Marvel's most popular characters, yeah. and especially in the 13 to 19 demographic. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of dick and fart humor. I, I mean, if you go to Comic-Con, you can see how many people love Deadpool. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, so Everybody's so, never had a date. They <laughs> love Deadpool. Well, they could date each other. <laughs> yeah, there were some lady Deadpools there. Yeah. Very hot. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you would think that. But 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 the, the, the suit was very form-fitting. But to get rid of a character like Deadpool, who's so successful, right. who's bringing in a lot of revenue, I'm very surprised that Fox... I, I, well, Marvel there's got to be some other plan. I mean, just like the fact that Wolverine's gone. I mean, who knows how long he'll be gone, but they'll, there'll be some memories of or blah, blah, blah. I mean, well, I, I don't know what their plan is. They're starting up a new... Uh, Series called uh, Wolverines with an S, and like Sabretooth is gonna be like a team of uh, people. Uh, you seem so excited. I can't even imagine that. I mean, because is it going to be Wolverines from a different time period or just people that are being Wolverine? Well, because it still doesn't sound like it's Wolverine it's himself. Though. No, no, it's not. No, no, it's like um, at the end of Axis, you see when Sabretooth is writing his. Well, thing. we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> but he, he makes a mention that he's becoming something. Right. And right. he says Wolverine. And right. You see that there's like a. The what's upcoming? There's mm-hmm. a comic title because Wolverines, and you see Wolverine in his adamantium covered right. like, statue, whatever, and you see like hands around him, like like reaching towards him. Not interested, but I mean, nope. but, but even a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just kind of I'm just kind of pissed off that Marvel would do that because now it's getting a little ridiculous, and we're gonna go talk about that later on when we talk about Axis and some of the things that yeah. came out of Axis. But the second thing I wanted to mention, and it's funny because it's always the two things I had are, are Fox and Marvel centric. The Ooh. second one is talking about that Fantastic Four, that, that, that honeymoon that all the actors are talking about. We have a great movie and things are fantastic. 
um, it's been quoted as a mess, and they're doing a bunch of reshoots right now, and they're rewriting <laughs> some of the scripts. That's according to BleedingCool.com and to um, ScreenRant.com. Wow, they're going. Through, they're having a lot of problems now. Like, like I wonder like, why. <laughs> I was like, wow. It's like all our source material is gone because Marvel stopped writing. All the source material that we ignored is gone. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what else to ignore. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, see, I, I want to talk about access now because I'm like, it's kind of like access. I don't want to talk about access at all. I certainly don't want to talk about it now. Oh, well, well you got to wait for the second half of the show. So, but you know what? Let's stop now and let's talk about the first half of the show. Something that we definitely, definitely enjoy, which is let's let's talk about. Even though we're a couple of weeks late, let's talk about Flash and Arrow. Yeah, Flash and Arrow had their mid-season finales a couple of about a month and change ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about a month. Wait, so, hold on. Doesn't that sound like a sex move? Flash and arrow. Flash and arrow. <laughs> you, I think it would be arrow and flash because it would be like I poke you and then it's quick. Or, <laughs> or you got a flash. You blind and you, them and then you go. You poke them. With the wow. Arrow. Anyway. <laughs> well, for all the rapists out there, <laughs> that's a tip for the day. <laughs> Where's the perv bell? Where's the perv bell? Perv. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like the cowbell. All right. All right. So CW's freshman phenomenon and sophomore sensation have taken a break, but not without leaving us a little something to chew on. And with a synopsis on these shows is MFG Mike the Finance Guy. Eh, yeah, their synopsis enough anyhow. <laughs> All right, so quick flash synopsis. I'm Barry Allen. My mom's dead. My dad's in jail for the crime, but he's innocent. I was struck by lightning, bathed in unknown chemicals, and exposed to exotic energies from a particle accelerator. I have super speed and jungle fever. <laughs> but only one of those things is working for me right now. <laughs> and it's not the jungle field. <laughs> and for Arrow, I'm Oliver Queen, former billionaire. I used to own a mansion and a yacht. My mom's dead. My dad's dead. My best friend's dead. My last girlfriend's dead. A lot of criminals are dead, but I don't kill anymore. But I think about doing it a lot. Oh, yeah, I'm dead, too. <laughs> and there we are. <laughs> well done. Well done. Okay. That was the best synopsis Hands ever. down. Hands down. I know Kev's going to be like, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was freaking awesome. And now it was really funny. Oscar, when I was writing the, the synopsis, I'm just like, holy shit, is everyone dead in there? <laughs> and now for the Oscar in best synopsis, Mike the Finance <laughs> All you had to do was add Malcolm Merlin. People thought I was dead, but I'm not. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, well, he's not dead. <laughs> All right, so let's let, let's go. Let's um, dissect one at a time. But before we dissect one at a time, let me just ask a general question. Out of both uh, mid-season finales, which was your favorite? Both. I, I honestly, that, that, I, that I really, really I don't. I was thinking about that before, but because they're such different shows, absolutely, and the finales are so different that I'm I'm into them both. I cannot wait to see how they go. Okay. I think for me, it was more. Flash, because when when we saw um, the reverse Flash and the professor in the same room at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, and Edward Edward Thong. Yeah, I'm guessing, okay, he's it's not him. But then when we see the suit later on, I'm like, what the fuck? So he just left me wondering. I'm like, I love that. Yeah. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? All right. So before we even talk about that, press that button that we always like to press. A little late now. Let's find the button. There it is. Warning. This segment may contain spoilers. Already has. So leave Ralph alone. Mike he already back. has. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new year, but same old Ralph. <laughs> Listen, if you haven't seen the show by now, Agreed. then Agreed. you know you're pretty late because it starts next week. It starts Tuesday. Yeah. This Tuesday. This, yeah, this, this coming Tuesday, Tuesday absolutely. Yeah. All right, so now, now that we got that out the way and we talked about, okay, we like both finales. They were great. Let's talk about Flash first. All right, so the um the last episode of Flash... um. Did you expect 
I didn't expect Ronnie Raymond to even show up again until later on in the season. Yeah. I, I didn't think about it one way or the other. I mean, you know, just seeing him was, you know, was, it was good. I can't wait to see what they do with him. But to see him actually come in to help save the day, it was just like, ooh, <laughs> we got a new hero in town. Yeah, but then he's like, don't look for me. Of course, I flame on a lot, so you can't find me. I, I'm just that way. Look for the fire. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I, I was thinking that they were not going to include him so soon. I thought that um, the CW was going to kind of wait it out a little bit to kind of include him. You know, I said, okay, they showed him um, the episode before, you right. know, and um, Miss Caitlin Snow had, had seen him and was like, oh, my God, you know, I saw I saw Seeing him must have chilled her to the bone. <laughs> Oh boy! Please with those CW references. <laughs> they say we're like fire and ice. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here. But back to the story. Um, I was very surprised with that. Um, but also what I was surprised with is having um having Barry reveal his love for Iris. I thought that was going to at least go on for another season that he's not saying anything. I well, again, I'm glad that it didn't. Just like I had said with the very first episode. How that I was happy that right away, um, Jesse L. Martin, you know, found out that Barry was a Flash instead of this whole, I've got to have my identity from everyone. Oh, this is going to be tricky. It's like, right off the bat, it's just like, okay, this guy that's his, you know, his his dad, you know, surrogate pro, you know dad, his, yeah. his surrogate dad already knows, good. Because it takes it away from the typical writing of how bad that's going to be. Fine. And it made sense that he didn't want his daughter to know, you know, yeah. just for the sake of it right now. Um, so that I did like the fact that Barry finally told her what was, what was up with what he was thinking. Because again, it takes it out of that standard story where, like you said, you think it's going to be probably a season or two seasons before he finally tells. And it's like, why? There's no reason. You know, just just tell her. You know, when you really think about it, he, he's really horrible at keeping that secret because it's like that mask is off all the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like almost every villain has seen his face. Yeah, and they know who he is. Oh, even his high school friend. Oh my God! It's you, Barry. <laughs> you got me locked up, but I know it's you, Larry. Right. I know. Well, it's yeah, you. with his high school friend, it just made no sense at all. Um, because because he didn't know who it was all the way up until the end. Yeah. Well, he actually just took the mask off, and I'm like, well, now he knows who you are. The other people, it's like at least it's not like Barry Allen is like he's not Bruce Wayne. It's not like you'd be like, right. well, I know who he is, you know, because everyone knows. It's like now you just have to re- you would have to run into that guy again to know who that was, but. Right. Yeah, it is. It is one of those weird things that I'm just like. Can't you just keep that mask on or blur your face all the time? Did yeah. you really have to say run? <laughs> you have to run into Barry again. <laughs> yes, I did. There you go. <laughs> but, um, it was funny that you say about the mask because um, I don't want to skip to the end. But when they had the fight at the end with with him and Reverse Flash, and they take it to the outside, mm-hmm. his mask is all off. I'm like yeah. in the middle of the stream. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> So I was thinking the same thing, like, damn, his mask is off all the fucking time. Yeah, but but yeah, I was, I mean, I was surprised that they that they, um, I didn't think they jumped the shark. I just thought, wow, I thought they would let that that tension build a little bit more about him and you know him and Iris and you know him wanting to be with her. But sure enough, and later in the episode, you know, it's like, I love you, Iris. I always have, always will. I loved you since I was a little kid. But the, <laughs> but but now it opens up a lot of a lot of options for um, Eddie Thawne. But it also the nice part is that it's. I think that a lot of um, TV shows, especially the ones that are aimed for that, you know, younger demographic, not the kids, but like, you know, that what the 18 to 24, whatever that age range is demographic. I think they think that the unspoken love actually creates more drama and it's not. Think about it now. She she has this guilt feeling like, you know, because I mean, it's no way for us to think that she likes Barry in the same way. She's probably thought about it and maybe in some points you kind of get that feeling. 
But now she's at this point of maybe it'll make her rethink thoughts that she's had in the past, if any at all. Right. But also she's now currently with someone. So to me, you have more drama with the quote-unquote secret revealed than you would have if he just kept it repressed. Well, and also there's still a secret because there's no longer a secret between him and her. Now the secret is between... Um, between her Barry and, and Iris and, and, and Eddie. Right. Right. Yeah, because even his dad, her dad was just like, yeah, I've always known that you like my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and Eddie's a detective. He should know that already. Right. <laughs> you want to bang my girlfriend. How'd you know? Really, dude? <laughs> Come on, I'm a detective, man. Oh, by the way, I have a gun, so I'm going to try it. <laughs> What's her last name? Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> No, but the um, but the season, the mid season finale was just it. It just had so much going on in there, you know. To finally see the reverse flash, um, to not, you know, and as it's the great part is that as comic book readers, we still do not know what's Absolutely. going on. You know, there's just there's so much going on. You know, I, I don't remember if we if I talked about this here or not. You know, I've talked about it so many times with other uh, fellow nerds that. The reverse flash. I mean, there's been at least, what, three, I think, villains that have used the same color scheme. Right. So the reverse flash should be Eobard Thawne. And that's his name in the future, which is, translates. It's a future version of Edward. So that would be Eddie Thawne. So that's who the reverse flash should be. But then the reverse flash, though, is from the future. So, you know, and he's from like the 30th century. He's not like just from like five weeks ahead, you know. Right. Like, so, you know, he's way into the future and he already knows who uh, Barry is. He already knows who the Flash is. Right. And, you know, he gets his power like somehow from residual power in the suit or something along that line. But he's able to use power and he commits crime and then ends up going back into time. And that's how they end up meeting each other. So from comic book people, we're thinking like, OK, so hands down, it's Eddie Thawne. But then you have Zoom, who was um, who was a police detective like Eddie Thawne is. And his power, though, was to move through time, not to run at super speed. He just seemed to move fast because he's moving through time because he's out of sync with our time. Right. But now that might make you think, well, that's still Eddie Thawne, but Eddie Thawne is particular. He's already an actual established comic book character, whereas Dr. Wells, Harrison Wells, is not a real comic book character. Does not exist. And he seems to have something to do with the future. So he already has a time-related thing. So then you're like, so could he be Zoom? Or is this character going to be zoom where's the reverse flash what's going on and who's what and how and they're talking about tachyons and they're saying the tachyons have to do with time so you're like so is the power really the speed force is it time movement or is there even a speed force because we only we don't know if there's a speed force right you know i bet you the writers are sitting back in their chairs and just laughing their ass off saying these comic book nerds have no idea what's going to happen. Oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. I definitely want to go into predictions. They're like, these guys, we just fucked their whole world up. Gave them so many fucking possibilities. They'll never know what's going to happen. We fucked them so much, they thought they were watching Fox. <laughs> <laughs> but this time they liked it. <laughs> um, I, I'm just, I, I'm enjoying this ride. Oh, yeah. I'm enjoying I love, I love, I love not actually knowing. Like, you know, there's, it is great when you think, oh, let me come out with my own ideas, but not to be able to say, like, it's definitively this. I love not knowing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and, and Walking Dead has proved to done that, done that real well also, yeah. where they have major story, um, pl- major plot points where things are going to happen and certain things go down, but then mm-hmm. certain things don't go down. That means, for example, some characters are alive, some some are not. Right. So um, Walking Dead shows you don't have to follow exactly the comic book plot right. in order to have a good show. And you shouldn't. You, you know what sucks about that, though? What's it's that? like when you have your friends that come up to you and they're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then you're like, I don't know. They don't believe you. They just think that you're holding <laughs> oh, on to them. Oh, oh, you were that guy, weren't yeah. you? <laughs> it's, it's like, 
I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Sh- yeah, of course you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, sure. You read all the comics, but you don't know what's going to happen, right? I'm like, <laughs> but, but with, but with Ralph, they know that you would have told them. You would have <laughs> spoiled it. <laughs> so they should believe you. Exactly. <laughs> no, my spoiling persona only comes out on the show. Ah, <laughs> So you put a go. mic in front of him, whether a microphone or a mic. Yeah. <laughs> or, or someone named Mike near right. him. Exactly. <laughs> Spoil away. It just comes out. <laughs> Right. But um, yeah. So that. Oh, oh but, by the way, Mike, you die at the end. Oh my God! <laughs> at the end of the universe. Oh God. <laughs> um, no, but that's the other thing too with the the uh, the midseason finale. Uh, just to catch up everybody that should know what's going on with it is that when we were talking about who could the Reverse Flash be, uh, where the Cap had mentioned that you know we saw Professor Wells and the Reverse Flash in the same room, we also had all three people in the same room. We right. had the Reverse Flash, we had Professor Wells, and we had Edward Thawne. And the reverse flash, though he beat the living shit out of Wells. Uh, Harrison Wells, he didn't touch Eddie Thawne. Yeah. And even Edward Thawne was like, why did he leave me alive? Yeah. You know, so right. there's lots of questions that that begs into, which goes into other stuff later on. Yeah. Especially because at the end, spoilers, um, <laughs> at the very end of the episode, and um, Cisco makes his revelation about, you know, when Barry saw the... Um, Barry, when Barry remembers his mother dying, he saw a yellow and red light, so there could have been a second flash. Yeah. And at the very end, they show Professor Wells walking into his, you know, his, his secret fortress, his secret hallway, and pulls out the yellow flash suit. Right, and then he so, puts the device on it too. Right, well, yeah, the tachyon um, device that they were that the reverse flash was looking for, which we still don't know exactly what it does. He puts it on what this it, of the suit that looks like the reverse flash suit. And it just seems to be powering it in some kind of way. And then he does the voice. Yeah. And then he just uses the same flash voice. And, you know, so, but we still don't know what any of this and means. That's and that's because, the great part. Because you know? I was thinking, you know, wow, it's got to be Eddie. Eddie wasn't touched. And then at the end, he does that. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck's going on? And did you guys uh, catch the thing with Cisco when he was trying to design the containment field? And he talks about using vibrations to contain him right a little yes hint there of right what's, what's what's to come yeah because the flash uh in the comics can vibrate fast enough to go through any kind of solid object or any type of object oh, no, and also the fact that he might become vibe he's not going to become vibe no. you never know i i guarantee you at some point i'm not saying this season he'll become vibe because he is a character cisco is a character i mean they could have just given him any hispanic name if they didn't want to actually use yeah. if they didn't want the ability to use vibe because also don't forget having the Latino character become a, uh, give superpowers. Well, how many other Latino character superpowers do you have on TV right now? We we'll be there. number one. <laughs> you know, doesn't El Dorado have like a happy hour? Ooh, fuck out of here, <laughs> El Dorado, the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, you know, so that it, it's definitely a lot going on in, in this season. You know, with you know what is going to happen next, I mean, and then of course I think they said that it's going to open that back up with the rogues. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, which and, I wonder how many rogues we're going to be because we haven't, we don't have an actual full list. We don't even have half of a list of the actual rogues right Cap- now. Captain Cold. Um, we haven't had Heat Wave we- yet, but we-, we know Weather he's Wizard coming. And, and then Weather Wizard. Yeah. That's all we've gotten. I mean, if his actual rogues, that's the only one we've gotten well, officially. Was it, well, Weather Wizard's dead. Um, wait, he died? Yeah, he got shot in the first episode. Oh, that's right. But, oh, okay. He didn't die. For some reason. Yeah, I don't. Be, I don't remember them saying he was dead one way or the other. But for some odd reason, I think he's back. Or because I know there was brothers, but I'm trying to remember what his name is versus his brother's name. 
So either he's coming back or his brother is back. Because I know definitely the McIntyre, the last name of the character, is coming back. Right. So we'll find out. But I mean, uh, as of the rogues, though, we've only seen officially two. But we know Heat Wave is coming because we know that uh, Captain Cold gave Heat Wave. Oh, I'm sorry. And we did see Digger Harkness. That's right. But I mean, but, you know, he was more of an arrow adversary at that point. So it'll be interesting to see if he makes his way over there. Right. And if Barry can't stop a guy that has to lift up a boomerang <laughs> to throw it. We know that the trickster is going to be in there too because uh, Mark Hamill's reprising his role as a trickster. I would as hope a, he's reprising his role as the original trickster. Okay. As an old guy. Oh, okay, yeah. good. All right. Oh, that'd be pretty good. That segues into something really quick to, to, to kind of put a bow on this section of the show. What are your predictions for the second half? I predict awesomeness. Okay, something substantial, bro. <laughs> All right. I predict... Uh, Iris will dump uh, her current boyfriend, shack up with Barry. Barry will be all happy and whatnot. He's going to become more obsessed with getting faster and faster so that um, he can stop the reverse flash, which will probably bring more of a rift between him and Iris than before. And she will eventually figure out that he's the flash. And then that the reverse flash is actually um, Eddie Thong and that... Uh, the one that they're fighting is from the future that's come back in time. Yeah. And that he makes sure that something happens to make this Eddie into the one that he's supposed to be. Wow. That, that's that's all off the cuff. Off the cuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mike? Well, you I mean, see you any notes to... in front of me? Well, you guys have already heard my theory, I mean, which is that um, I think that Professor Wells is powering the suit with ti- um, with Tacan energy to bring forward the person that is in the suit. I think it is Eddie Thawne because, again, it only first of all, it needs to be Eddie Thawne, um, just from a much more palatable standpoint of Professor Wells is, he's at least twice Barry's age, you know, so that like, you know, again, to knowing that the guy under the suit is like literally twice your hero's age, is kind of like, eh, you know, so even if Edward Thawne is from the future, we don't know how far in the future, um, that's still fine. But the face of Eddie Thawne, we still see as a young, vibrant, strong man around Barry's age and that just seems much more like your challenging fight so I do believe it's Eddie Thawne I believe he's from the future and we already know he has a hard on for the Flash right um, and I think that Harrison Wells you know is working obviously in cahoots with him um, and that maybe the punishment was beyond just to throw off suspicion because I mean it was a lot of brutal punishment but also maybe Eddie Thawne hates him for a reason there might be something yeah. he did to him right. that's causing him for instance to be out of sync with time because I don't because this one might not just be from the future, but he might be from the future where he's caught out of time and therefore can't really connect well with things. Right. So that would also make him very bitter. Um, I definitely think there's a lot of that. Um, uh, we already know for a fact that there will be time travel will be by episode 15. That's already been announced that there will be time travel, whether or not it means that the Flash is actually going anywhere. But the idea of time travel will be announced by episode 15. And I think it might even lead into something for episode 16. So it might be a two-parter or something like that. Wow. We don't know. Okay. So um, I think we're going to find that. Maybe? Um, well, the treadmill already exists. Yeah. So, you know, it's it'll be interesting. It's a cosmic treadmill. Yeah. I mean, it's just the same treadmill he runs on. So it just, right. it, they might just end up tweaking it. They'll probably have uh, Cisco tweak it in some kind of way that allows him to blah, 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 blah. No, no, it vibrates. <laughs> and girls start lining up around the corner <laughs> Iris come here I gotta sell you my treadmill <laughs> um, as far as Iris thing I mean like I had said before when we were talking about the Flash is that I, I I like the fact that she's going out with Eddie because that adds a dual um, conflict meaning that again assuming that Eddie is really the reverse Flash you're gonna have um, current Eddie and current Barry vying for iris right but then you'll have the reverse flash and flash vying for their lives you know in their own fight and then to find out how this may have moved like for instance 
did something happen to Iris in the future? Did she just go with Barry? Did she die because of Barry? I mean, who knows? Right. You know, I mean, it could just be a lot of bitterness from that. Okay, no, I, I think that. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever find out why Harrison Wells, because we know he's from the future. Right. So do you think we'll ever find out why he came back? Well, we don't know he's from the future. We just know he has access to the future. Or, or has knowledge of the future and, right. and access. I mean, I mean, you're right. I mean, it, is, it does seem like he's from it, but I'm just saying that like, we haven't established that, but we'll probably that'll probably be much more established yeah, by yeah. episode 15. You yeah. Know? The one thing I'll say before we move on is my prediction. I mean, it's kind of close to what you and Mike are saying. Definitely, you're going to see the rift between Eddie Thawne and um, Barry Allen so much. My big prediction, though, Detective West is going to die. I think Detective really? West, they're, they're going to kill him off. I think, you know... I refuse to believe Jesse O. Martin would be like, fuck you, mother effers! <laughs> <laughs> I love his character. I love his, his bond. We've, we've talked about it before. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, how is, uh, he, he loves Barry like a son. Makes me feel good. Just watch it. Aw. Well, they have the best written father-son interaction that I've seen in TV in years. Yeah. And I think that they're going to kill it. They're going to no, kill him off. It, really? I, it's gonna, think so. it's, I think something's going to happen with the reverse flash. Detective West is going to get involved. He's going to die. And maybe that might cause Iris to totally leave Eddie altogether. But I think, I mean, I'm not, obviously, there's nothing to disagree with, but I would think that if they did kill him, that's where the time travel thing will come into play and that they'll bring him back. Because I refuse to believe that Jesse O. Martin is just signed on for like a season. He'll, he'll be like, you, like, bitch, I wasn't right. The musical and the movie. There's no way you're fucking getting rid of me. Is that the way? Is that the way you go about it? Hell yeah! <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's just my personal opinion. I just can't see them getting rid of him. But I mean, I could see them using that as a focal point for something else. But then, like I said, having time travel. Like for instance, it might become one of those things where the time travel Barry is forced into this option of, well, if you bring back your mom, that the detective stays dead. Yeah. Right. But since you grew up without your mom all these years. You only have one option. Which one are you going to save? I could see that becoming that, a choice. That would be good. And that'd be a great choice. You know, and you can't really get rid of him because then it ruins the balance of the show. I know, but 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 I mean, I Cause, think cause it would be a got, great. You got two blacks, then you got two white. You got the one Latino. You mess it up. Oh, you're talking about from 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 an ethics standpoint. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I think <laughs> I think that you you go from oldest down. You know, you're the oldest. You're the first to go. So <laughs> I think he's going to be done. And as much as I like Jesse L. Martin's character. I, I think that by the end of the season, to pull on heartstrings and to really make people feel like right now, if Jesse L. Martin's character died, if, if Detective West died, you'd feel worse than when Tommy died in Arrow. Right, but like I said, I mean, I think that they would use that only as a a momentary plot point because I said I do believe that that's where time travel would come in, and then that will be the choice I that mean, he has to make. We already know there's time travel because they already said with the the red and yellow lightning that right. Barry saw when he was younger. So we right. know that. That's right. And we know also, uh, you know, like I said, with Dr. Wells having the ability to at least have future news because that's from 10 years into the future, which what event does it seem to be referencing 10 years in the future? It just says something about red skies and that the oh, flash disappears. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. yeah. That's referencing Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. That's very interesting. I, I noticed that, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move real quick. Let's move on to the other mid-season finale, Arrow, which... I mean, like you guys said, different tone of show, mm-hmm. different different way of going about it, but still very enjoyable. Um, <laughs> I just want to throw this out there. <laughs> Ome- Omega. That's Japanese for what? Omega. Really? <laughs> oh, shit. I thought that was so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, I thought it was as bad as Mirakuru. <laughs> Mirakuru. You mean Miraculo? Nah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but this was bad because you have him talking to the Japanese guy saying, um, Omega. It's Japanese translation. You know what that's for? Omega. I'm like, really? That's it? The singer? <laughs> oh, that's Dominican reference. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so how do we feel about Arrow, the mid-season finale? I thought it was pretty good. Like, 
for a moment there, I didn't think. I thought he was actually going to beat Ra's al Ghul. I thought for, oh, for a moment. Geez. For a moment, I was like, you know what? He's, he's amping up. You know, he's like, he's self, he's righteous. He's, he's, he's saying, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But then you realize he's preparing to die. You know, so it's right. like, oh, okay. Nah, he's going to die. He's well, going to get killed. Well, first of all, if he had beaten uh, Rachel Gould, could you imagine, first of all, Bruce Wayne would have been sitting at home, Alfred, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even kill him. <laughs> no, the nerds would have rioted. That's what would have happened. <laughs> nerds would be like, this is bullshit writing CW. Give us back our money. But then just the fact that the, the location that they chose, it would explain if they bring him back using a Lazarus pit. Well, yeah, I mean, that's 100%. There's no question asked that he's... I I believe he's either dead or like that last spark of life kind of a dead thing. Um, right, and I mean, you and get stabbed well, through a lung. It's really hard for you to survive. Well, stabbed through a lung and then fall off a cliff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty pretty hard to come back from that one. Um, but I mean, it's just that it all depends on how far they want to say the Lazarus pit works. Does it work on the actual dead or does it work on the near dead? Because if it works on the actual dead, then that also sets up the idea of bringing back Sarah at some point. Yes, like um, I said. Well, just briefly. But I mean, it's just, like I said, I mean, that would be a brief fight for her to probably deal with the black, the actual black canary. And her sister would have to make a decision on how to do that. Or you could that. do that later on. Like, well, I mean, it doesn't be right away. I mean, I've been talking about a year or two. Yeah, absolutely. Then, you know? yeah. You, um, you see her coming back and going after Thea. That would be hilarious. Could you imagine? Well, I was very, I mean, I was interested when they introduced the idea of, first, how they unraveled that Thea had did it. When they said first, um, the DNA uh, or, you know, the sample on the arrow was um, was Ollie's. And Ollie's like, well, no, it wasn't me. And then all of a sudden, they, they start going over, you know, they, they get the surveillance footage. coming. <laughs> wow. Oh, wait, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> I, I couldn't date two sisters. I had to get rid of one, literally. <laughs> but, you know, they, they got their surveillance video. They, they see um, Malcolm Merlin with, um, with Thea on that night of, you know, of the assassination. And then to hear Malcolm Merlin say, yeah, you know, I, I used this chemical to kind of, you know, put her into a, in a, you know. That was a very contrived moment. As much as I love the show, it was just like, yeah, this chemical, by the way, will mind wash you and make you forget that you've done anything. There we go. <laughs> that was from my past and suddenly happened to apply to the present. It's like, really? So date rapists don't know about this drug, right? <laughs> they know now. They know now. <laughs> yeah, but oh, well, I won't get started on that. <laughs> I'm like, wouldn't she be like slumpy if she if she was like on Rohypnol and stuff? Well, no, this is this is a brand new one, the one that's clean and fresh. You just feel great in the morning. <laughs> get that same morning fresh feeling that you just killed somebody. Wow. <laughs> Yo, but I mean, when, when she when, when they showed the footage that she killed her, I was like, I mean, I knew it was coming, but to finally to see it, I said, right. okay, maybe maybe it'll come out next the the, the second half of the midseason. No, they they put it right there for you. No, she killed her. Yeah, well, you know that what gave Oliver his impetus to to fight Rachel Ghoul. I wonder what's gonna happen if like. Because they gotta have her eventually find out, of course, that Malcolm used her that way. Yeah, and if she's just gonna go like batshit uh, crazy and just be like, "You fucking made me kill this bitch," I'm gonna kill you. And she starts fighting him. It'll be interesting. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that would go because it. The thing is, Cheshire has never been a good person, and I imagine that's who she'll be is Cheshire, um, just to go hand in hand with Arsenal. Um, but it'll just be interesting to see because it's like, well, then it's like, I don't want a whole family slash city of superheroes by that point, you know, because right. I don't need, even if she's not Cheshire, I don't need whatever character she becomes, Super Thea, you know, I don't need her, Super Black Thea. Canary, Arsenal, and Green Arrow in the city. That's just like, all right, we got shitload going on here. Yeah. You know? Don't forget Wildcat. And Wildcat, Wildcat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Wildcat is like, all right, we need to calm it down here a you little bit. They'll bring it, in an it's, like true, it's like True Blood and DC style. What? Do you think they'll bring in an Artemis? Oh, yeah, could be. It's possible. Yeah, it's very possible. You know, but slow down. Let's, let's slow down with the superheroes. But <laughs> I mean, I, I agree. Well, we already have the Adam. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah, now he's coming too. 
Yeah, and now that you've seen his suit, and now that he broke down um, ATOM as an acronym. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, they actually, uh, there was talks about they might do an Adam spinoff. I wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I'm sure that he wouldn't have signed up without the option being there. I mean, he may not have a lot going on in his life, but, you know, he definitely is a... Well, he's, I mean, he's got... Especially for CW, he's got the leading man look. He's yeah. pretty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, that's CW. He's, he's pretty. Like, he's like, bitch, I was Superman. Of course we, I'm going to get another We job. know the worst <laughs> Superman there was. <laughs> I got, but, yeah. I'm the Superman that took a bullet in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could have used that real bullet. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Um, how did you guys feel about um, Laurel telling her mother about Sarah being dead? I, w- I was kind of shocked that she would have told her mother. Being, I mean, I know why she didn't tell her dad because of his heart condition and whatever, whatever. I it, think that feels a little too small, Billy. It's it's getting too small, Billy. Like it's 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 they're doing what they didn't do, for instance, with the Iris thing that we just talked about with Barry telling Iris that you know he's he loves her. It's like this is ridiculous. Yes, your father has a bad heart. It's, he's not going to just drop dead at, at at a moment's bad news. Like, Dad, I got a bad haircut. Oh, my heart. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, you know, this is ridiculous. You, he needs to know his daughter is actually dead. You think it's going to get better when he finds out later? <laughs> you know, he's, he's on his deathbed already. Oh, Dad, by the way. Yeah. Um, Sarah's dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I was very, I, I was, I was not happy that she told her mother. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, if she would have just left it at her mother coming in and asking, you know, them, hey, you know, I haven't seen Sarah in a while, and then you know, dad was saying, you know, yeah, well, you know, she's out doing, you know, mission, so he's so he's covering up because yeah. he thinks she's still alive, and then you know, Laurel's covering up because she's dead. I would like to just at that, right? Well, also it angered me when the League of Assassins like he doesn't know she's dead. No, and I don't want him to. All right. Really? You're a cutthroat League of Assassins and you're just like, yeah, I won't ruin that for him. <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> but they only kill for justice, quote unquote. For just what? <laughs> just us. For just this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that one, that was like one of those things that kind of irked me because it's, it's been irking me for most of the season with that because I'm like, this is getting out of hand. This is like Three's Company. <laughs> like, like, don't tell anybody. You know, like, I'm like, company. Oh my god. <laughs> so, 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 Laurel's Jack Tripper. <laughs> exactly. You, you know, it'd be funny. You just like, uh, you want to tell somebody, just put an obituary in the paper, and you're reading. It's like, Wait, what? Sarah Lance. It's fucked up. Sarah Lance dead. <laughs> oh, <well>. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because don't I had my little blonde moment when I sat there. Yeah, I had a blonde moment. I'm watching um, Arrow. And she's standing over, um, Laurel standing over Sarah's grave. And it's mm-hmm. the, the tombstone that says from 1987 to 2007. I'm like, right. this show doesn't take place in 2007. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's right. The first time she died. Uh, evidently very blonde. <laughs> <laughs> as blonde as Sarah Lance. <laughs> um, what did you think about Ollie's goodbye before he went to go climb the mountain as he's talking to to um, everybody else, and then when he finally tells Felicity, what he's got his oh, Felicity, that's my girl, Felicity. Nothing can happen to her. Uh, everybody, leave Feli- Felicity alone. Please leave Felicity. alone. I love Felicity Smoke, but um, apparently Ali loves her too. Well, he does. I mean, he does love her. He's the only reason he's not with her is because he thinks that that's going to put her in danger, which is such bullshit. Well, it's that that same I'm same bull. old same old. You know, it's, it's like, same old same yeah. old. But 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 he's he's got a, he's got a point. It, it just, but but no, he doesn't. If the, his point would be valid if he said. 
I love you. I, I don't want to be with you because it'll put you in danger. And by the way, you're no longer on my team because I don't want you in danger. Okay. I to say, yeah. I'm not going to go out with you, but hey, I need you at the headquarters, which gets broken in every five minutes by <laughs> deranged killers. Yep. So you're still in danger knowing me. I may as well just date you. <laughs> like, like that is what makes no sense at all. I might as well shit where I eat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're going to kidnap. I mean, especially you think about it, villains that are going to bring hostages. If they, once they know that she's even involved with the arrow. They're going to kidnap her anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, but, so that one, I'm just like, dude, just shoot her get off the pot. I mean, just, you know, you know let, let's go, you know. But we're losing him to Brandon Roth, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of the Hall of We Can't Have on the show now. <laughs> Brandon Roth. Our Hall gets bigger and bigger, guys. <laughs> oh, come on. He's too dumb to have known how to do this. Wow. You really think he could spell the 22 and meanwhile 22? <laughs> and those are numbers. It's meanwhile <laughs> Two and what's the other one? <laughs> oh, oh, you'll figure it out. It's a three. Oh man, <laughs> come <three>. on, guys. <laughs> it reminds me of a, there's a Futurama one where um, uh, Bender and uh, Bender and Fry go down to, to see the robot devil to get um, Calculon's soul back. And Calculon, who's this overdramatic like actor and stuff like that, is driving the robot devil crazy. Yeah. So he wants him gone. So he's just like, oh, I'll make a deal. I'll make a deal. Um, um, you can have his soul if you can think of a number that I'm thinking of. And the Fry's like, all right. He's like, he, and the devil's like, oh, just to give you a hint, it's between one and three. And Fry's like, um, uh, seven. He's like, it's between one and three, not including either one or three. And the Fry's like, M. And the robot devil just goes. Yes, yes. the number I was thinking of is M. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a blonde moment. <laughs> now that's a blonde moment. And he's a redhead. <laughs> I just love well, that. Well, let's get off Brandon Roth. Everybody else obviously on him. But, <laughs> um, predictions. What are your predictions for the second half of Arrow? Well, I think that um, for like the first episode, he's probably not going to show back up yet. Mm-hmm. And they're going to keep them. Everyone's going to be wondering what's going to happen. Um, Arsenal and Dig are going to like take over for a while. Dealing whatever pops up. They're going to have a lot, a lot more flashbacks of Oliver um, with Amanda Waller. And then probably within the second uh, episode, they're going to bring him back. And he's going to be like, oh, I guess reformed now. Maybe he's back to killing again or something. Maybe a little bit crazy from the Lazarus Pit or something. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't think that. Yeah, I agree. Out for blood for Merlin, also yeah. to try to kill him and stuff. And then, like th- throughout the season, they're trying to like talk him down to bring him back to the old Ali that he used to be. Maybe okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely believe that he um, won't have very much presence at all in the very first episode. I think there's going to be a decent amount of time have gone by. I want to say at least three to six months. Yeah. Only this way too that because you'll have Arsenal and you'll have Diggle and Black Canary. Yeah. Who will have this way? They don't have to go through the awkward like, where did she learn to do all this crap? Because right. they can just be like, it's six months later. She she she's been doing this for a while. She fell on her ass. We're not going to show that, right? Yeah, you know. So they'll have that, and then of course, you know, it'll probably end with seeing like either Oliver. Oh, I mean, who knows if they'll go through the whole actual Lazarus? But they'll probably save that for flashback. But you'll see like Oliver like maybe moving or something towards the end, or or kind of crazed already, but like still somewhere with the League of Assassins, or or hidden in a cave, probably by the Asian guy. From his flashbacks, right? I do actually right. first. I don't know the guy's name. Um, I definitely think that's going to happen. Like I said, I think the Black Canary will already be in costume and fighting crime by that point. Um, as far as what's going to be going on with the sister, though, I don't know because God knows we know how I feel about Thea. I love she, Thea. She would probably <laughs> she could be on the show. <sighs> I, I think that with the lack of Oliver there, she'll probably be move more towards Malcolm. 
Right. I mean, I definitely think she's going to and be then, corrupted more by yeah, him. You and, know. and then Malcolm will have her do more stuff actually conscious of it. Right. Maybe kill some people or something, you know. That'll wow. be interesting. I mean, to see, like, if she's gone down, like, if she's become, like, an assassin or a mercenary type of a person, that'll be interesting, too, especially, again, if it's been, like, six or so months or even a year, you know. Because she feels that her brother abandoned her, so, like, she'll, she'll move more towards right. him. Right. And then I'll also allow them to jump into Felicity and um, uh, Rory, um, I mean, Ray, I'm sorry, Ray being together oh, already. Yes. And that is so, that, so when you figure also that by the time Oliver comes back, I I do think too. I think he's going to have a different personality. I think even uh, I think it'll be maybe more crazed. It might be even a, a more passive personality. It could be whatever it's going to be. It's going to be a very different personality. Um, but it also I think allows the show to rescript him if they want to. I'm not saying they have to make that they should be making any changes. But like for instance, uh, they might just flat out drop the whole Felicity love part. Because he just doesn't remember loving her or something like right. that, if you know what I mean, you know. Which so this way they can just go right into him and Laurel back again because she'll probably be the one to help guide him back. And that, that will, they'll be able to have the Green Arrow, Black Canary love affair that that always supposed to be. And, right. and also we're forgetting about the big elephant in the room. At this point we could say that. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I'm not an elephant. I, I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> I don't know. You got a big ass though. <laughs> oh. Keep up your nose for good luck. <laughs> <laughs> It could be. You could also say that the atom has established a presence in Starling City. I will be interested. I was thinking. I was going to bring that up when I was talking. I'm like, I wonder if they'll go there though. Like if They're he'll like, already, or maybe he'll become a rumor. Whereas even Felicity doesn't know yet. But then that would be. Well, weird she knows. Too. She already knows about the the suit because he I, showed it to her. I, I think right. it's possible that. I mean, my theory is yes that 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 um Arrow gets a little crazy. I feel like Arrow might go on a rampage. Yeah, they'll have I, to bring him in. Yeah, and like, and part of bringing him, no, no, nobody can stop him. And then maybe the Adam ha- decides that's his moment where he's going to come out. I, actually, here's a thought: when you said on the rampage, that made me think. Then maybe it won't even be so hidden. Maybe at first, actually, no, not even at first. Maybe it'll always have been Rachel Gould's plan to first of all, he knows he's going to kill a guy because he knows he's that good. But he intended to take him, revive him, and make him one of his. Wow. So he sends okay. him back. Yeah. So like, to, so think about it, right. He sends him back to find Malcolm. Okay, you know I because like he knows that, yeah. that he could take down Malcolm. You know this way he can just have and then also deal with his own sister because Raish is that kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you shall be reborn, right? Because he might not even know this his sister anymore. Wow, that's definitely true. That would be kind of a cool and very interesting thing. Sort of how like uh, what's the guy's name? The Japanese guy. He's like, that's not me anymore. Sarad, right. yeah. aka um, what's his name? It's, it's Sarad is his new name now, but what's his, his? I don't. I don't remember. That's why I couldn't remember the guy's name. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like you know. So I mean, I think that would be a very interesting twist to have him come back. No memory, for instance, of maybe a lot of who he was coming back to go get Merlin and his sister. Who, by the way, what did she jump into? She's like way up in a penthouse apartment. She flips <laughs> off of that balcony. He looks down and she's gone. And I'm like, um, what did she jump well, you, onto? <laughs> you know, the, once when you you probably never had a penthouse apartment. But <laughs> here we go. I, I live in the penthouse. I'm on the top floor of a five floor walk up. <laughs> speaking from my experience with all my millions that I, I have. That you imagine you have? Yeah. <laughs> so his gentleman caller days. The first thing you do when you get a penthouse apartment with a balcony is put a zip line on the outside of that uh-huh. balcony with a, 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 a hook, a, a handle right there so you could just jump off and grab on. And zip line down. Oh, see, I assume that. See, when you're I always, rich, you don't have to take the stairs. See, I always assume that, like, with penthouse apartment, for that reason, you would just have, like, I don't know, four or 5,000 really soft, comfortable mattresses stacked up <laughs> <laughs> right below that balcony just in case. Now, it's more fun to zip line because then you can, you know, get across. You, I, right. All you hear is the person, like, I'll be back for you with all its angry voice. And then you hear, Woo! 
there's, there's actually uh, a time where we set up a whole network of zip lines. So like we could go get the get some coffee, get a laundry, oh, a nice. movie theater. Never had a drive, just zip line there. How do you zip line back? Huh? You guys are actually thinking about this? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you have a driver for to come pick you uh, up. So what I was gonna say was that um <clears throat> excuse me. We're not going to give ratings, obviously, for um, midseason. Awesome ratings. <laughs> I mean, because I, I think you know, right now is right now could be incomplete. Yeah. yeah. You know, but but I mean, right now it'd be. I think it'd be tens across the board. It'd be six claws. Oh hell yeah! It'd be six claws. All six claws all the way. And if Supergirl could be anything close like this, I'd be happy. Also, I'll be surprised. Wow, <laughs> you won't be happy. Did be you surprised. study? You were like. I'm like, I was like, I'll be surprised if it's this good. He's, he's saying it is CBS. I don't know. Yeah, it is CBS. But I mean, it's it's just, hey, I don't know. CBS it's, has The Mentalist. It's a pretty good show. It's going off. I know, <laughs> but it's still pretty good. All right. So there you have it. Flash, Arrow, midseason, ending. What were you listening to? Oh, I guess that's rain on your. Uh, that's rain on my area. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that noise? It sounded like it sounded like the 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 ticking that goes off on one of those um Geiger counters. Yeah. So I'm like, are we radioactive in here? <laughs> yeah, I, I, right, we're that hot. <laughs> and with that note, we'll come back with you more after the break. <laughs> hey guys, this is the Cap, letting you know that your voice is important. We still want to hear from you. Tell us what you thought of our last episode. Channel your inner Mike the Finance Guy and let us know if we got something wrong, which he's really good at doing. Help us with Geeks on the Go questions. Or even compliment us on our horrible impersonations. Your impersonations aren't that bad, Doc. Thanks, Kev, even though I thought that was. So, <laughs> show us some nerd love on Twitter, at Meanwhile22, or like our page on Facebook. You can also check out our website at Meanwhile22PagesLater.com. That 22 is a number. And, if you have enough time, send us a positive review on iTunes. Wow. We're really begging, aren't we? Now let's get back to the show. All right, welcome to the second half of Meanwhile, 22 pages later. You'll be sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, crack your knuckles and sharpen your knives. It's time to talk about another comic book miniseries. This one is Marvel's miniseries, Axis. And with a lovely synopsis is MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Try not to hate too much. I don't hate anything. <laughs> and yet your nose keeps on growing. <laughs> no, because hate and loathe are two different things. <laughs> it's true. Very right. true. Well, Axis is the 2014 Marvel Comics nine-issue cross-series event helmed by writer Rick Remender and penciled by Adam Kubert for issue one, two, and seven, Linnell Francis Yu for in, uh, issue three, four, and eight, Terry Dodson for issues five and six, and Jim Chung for issue number nine. The event had plot stories under the ancillary titles Magneto, Uncanny Avengers, Loki, Agent of Asgard, and Captain America, as well as tie-ins Axis Hobgoblin and Axis Carnage. Now for a synopsis. Um, because in comic book death, you only get stronger, the Red Skull, who had the long dead brain of Professor X grafted to his own and then was murdered by Magneto, became Red Onslaught, a being of immense size, immenser evil, and immense yes, telepathic abilities. Uh, Red Onslaught used his powers to spread hate across the world almost faster than a nine-issue miniseries from Marvel Comics could do damage to its key properties. Uh, (laughs) Dragging out the oh-so-tired distrust between X-Men and Avengers, again, 
readers are treated to nearly 200 pages of queasy quips, hackneyed homilies, subpar subplots, contrived conclusions, and the angriest black man ever to bear wings and an indestructible shield. I was waiting for you to say that. Can our inverted heroes and villains band together and... I, look, I don't give a fuck. All right. <laughs> they have a cluh in the story. K-L-U-H. And for you hoes at home, yes, that is Hulk spelled backwards. He's the Hulk's Hulk. I... I'm too upset to continue. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just get on to it. <laughs> all right. Can we do the fighting bell, please? Do the right one, though. Okay. All right. Let's go right into it. What kind I- of fight is this? It's like three against one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And we're still going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all I'm saying is that, <laughs> you, you know, Ralph, Ralph might take the, the, you know, well, I like this. And you know me who tries to play the middle. So, yeah. I, I want to see you both try either of those stances. All right. Here. I'll go first then. <laughs> wow, you go first. Here we go. Right. So, I like that it ended. I was just about to say that it ended because that's how what I liked about it. Yeah, honestly, like by the second issue, with even like the 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 villains that don't even talk at all, giving out you know, these quips, trying yeah. to be funny. Everyone like, tried to be funny, even like, Thor. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. In the first page of the first issue, everyone has an opening quip. It almost makes you re- um, think and like look at the book and say, Remender wrote this? I was shocked. If anyone has listened to other podcasts in this, I love Rick Remender. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially his um, the, the series that I told you guys to read, the uh, um, which I literally just escaped my mind. Agent, um, Fear Agent? Fear Agent, yes. Yeah. Which is excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, I expect this from Spider-Man. But from everyone? From I expect everyone. From, from Spider-Man, from Deadpool, yeah. maybe from Hawkeye, Oh, but everybody. Deadpool out Deadpooled himself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his stuff wasn't even remotely humorous. And then he became philosophical and serious. Yep. Towards the, I don't even understand what happened. <laughs> he, that's his reverse. That's his reverse. <laughs> oh, that was his reverse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Duh, I should have realized that would be his reverse. That's side. his claw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And, and how about the fact that they make... The the first black Captain America, when he becomes evil, he becomes fucking crazy. Oh, my like, God. Psychopathic evil where he's like, fuck it. We're just going to kill everybody. I, I was kind of like, wow. So this is so so Captain America, Falcon takes on the helm just in time enough to, to become evil as his big first representation. Yeah. Well, and also, did you notice that we just had it was also time for the black on black violence? Yeah. You know, oh, and I'm just like, really? Because I, I kept saying, because I know I'm I'm way behind on my reading on other things, and I'm just like, but this I know is his first big outing as Captain America, and I'm like, yeah. and this is what you give me? I I, I hated him. I mean, it wasn't yeah, me even just too. a dislike. I hated him as the character. Yeah, even when he wasn't under like the the throes of the hate or inverted, he was an ass. Yeah, and he was never an ass. <laughs> But do you think that some of that, and I don't want to get too deep into into a philosophical conversation. Not but, with this comic book. Uh, but, but do you think that they, they, they portrayed him as such because he might not be, he might not have gotten the approval of all the Avengers to be the leader. So he might be getting some pushback on that. So he's going to be strong and right. like, look, I'm Captain America. I was deemed Captain America. Back the fuck up. And that's what that's going to be. And that would be great. But we didn't get that in the story. No, absolutely. And, and, yeah. and, and, and if it's in other Avengers books, that doesn't matter. I'm reading this story. If he's, I mean, like, think about when you read comics from back in the day mm-hmm. when someone else takes over for a team, like when Storm took over for the team, you know, it would, she would reference something like just her inner thought, like, geez, I'm, you know, I know I'm in charge of the team, but I, I still don't think that, uh, you know, maybe I'm still not the right person for the job kind of feel. Good. Then, okay, I know where you are. Yeah. And now I understand why you seem like a jerk, for instance. But 
I'm not getting that. You know, we're not getting thought bubbles like that. Thought You're just an ass. Yeah, the thought bubbles are gone. You're just an ass. You know, and because when he, I mean, granted, we we under, we had to understand that by the first page, they were already starting to be influenced by uh, the Red Skull's hate. But it was just like, you know, we don't know that yet, and and they don't give you enough opinion of exactly when the hate started yeah so that you're just kind of like were you just an ass from the beginning or were you on because remember he was telling thor like i expect you to just hit what i tell you to hit yeah (laughs) and you're like what (laughs) wait trying to think when when was that oh my very first issue oh but that was when they were under the the manipulation of of that that right that's the hate that's the hate hate, um, um the hate that the red onslaught was sending out it was it was just I didn't like it. No. I didn't like it. How about the fact that the heroes were crazier villains than the villains were? Yeah, that's. I also didn't get that. I, I kept trying to say this inverted, and I'm like, well, are you, I mean, okay, they're not just saying good and bad. I mean, I guess they're not just saying tit for tat, like, what would your villain be like? But I'm like, so you're inverted, but then you're like only pseudo inverted. Like, like the Hulk or Claw wanted absolute death but then didn't seem to want absolute death because he hung around them afterwards right. but and so i'm like so you're really violent except that you're not really violent you know like and and then oh by the way did when they kept talking about the inverted stuff like i hated the conversations between Sabretooth and mystique that were like yo how does it feel to be on the side of the angels today baby well, let's see. Both of you have been uh, X-Men mm-hmm. fighting on the side of the angels yep. for, for a couple of years worth of stories. Mm-hmm. This shouldn't really be anything different for you guys. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, I, I'm, yes, I'm going to make an argument for this one. Right. Uh, all I'll say is I think what he's saying is that when they were on the X-Men, they were on the X-Men for ulterior motives before. Right. Where now their motives, it's coming intrinsically. It's coming from their heart. It's coming from right. they want to do something. So, I mean, I see what you're saying, but I think that's what Sabretooth intended to say. Like, you know, this time we actually want to help as opposed to we're just waiting for the time to be right before we spring right. and betray the X-Men again. Right. Well, which is weird, though, because it's like, yeah, you wanted to help, but it's not like you wanted to help. You this, you were just magically made to help. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't really want to do this. You're just being made to do this. That's not really redemption. That's just... You know, that like like you know, a kid reaching for a cookie and then the mo- the parent yells and they put it back. The, the kid didn't put it back. You made them put it back. <laughs> the kid didn't learn anything. You know, the kid's gonna eat the cookie. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he'll take a bite and then put it back. Yeah. So yeah, I just it just there was just so much that was going and also Rogue like what the professor I always knew you'd be the one to save us. Really, professor? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Out of all of the experts, was it her southern charm? <laughs> <laughs> Did she give you a Hummer before you done? <laughs> I can't feel it because I can't feel my legs, but hey, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure it must be good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what I was what I was gonna say was um the only thing I won't say the only thing, one of the things I'll give Marvel decent marks about, it was for me better than Infinity. In the sense of it was a more cohesive story. Yes, yes, yes. And they were doing something interesting with a lot of the characters where a lot of the characters in Infi- in Infinity I didn't know or care about. Yeah, even I, I knew all the characters, I, the ones, the few ones that they introduced, but they didn't give you enough introduction to them. So, like I said, you didn't care about them unless you read and, the Avengers or New Avengers. Right. Yeah. Um, you didn't care about, the, and the story was so everywhere and never pulled together. It never pulled together. You know, even by yeah. the end, it, you didn't care. You know. So this one, like you said, yes, it was much more cohesive, but it still didn't help. I mean, it was still a horrible, horrible story. Yeah. You know, it just it it. I mean, again, we'll and obviously we'll get to the the things that came out of that, but. Other than these minor things that came out of it, it felt like there was. Zero. I mean, I'm talking. Usually, you can read a story and you're like, "Well, I see the story, 
and you might wonder, huh, I wonder where the what the point of the story is. This one is I didn't see any of it. I don't understand the point of the story, and right. I and I didn't see any purpose for the story at all. It didn't it didn't answer a question that had long been out there. It didn't it didn't make me think more about the Marvel characters that have already been established. It just it just felt like I, I swear as much as I, I would I'd shoot anybody that wrote this, I would have been perfectly happy if on the last page I don't care who you want to say. Someone just woke up and went, I had the weirdest dream. <laughs> like, I would have been like, okay, I'm good with this because otherwise you're just making me angry. <laughs> All right, so let's go over some of the things that came out of the series. I mean, because we can go tit for tat about, because you basically, you know, boil it out. You know, the heroes are fighting um, Red Onslaught. Oh. You know, they, they defeat Red Onslaught with their with the spell by Scarlet Witch and and uh, Doctor, Strange. Doctor Strange, and then oh, eventually Scarlet Doom. Witch and uh, Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah right. they started. Yeah. That was the other thing. Oh, by the way, that was the other thing too, though. There was so much shit that just I, what happened, like Doctor what, Strange, what like what happened with that? I mean, you know, without just, reading the other stuff, yeah, it's just like, but no one cared. Nope. And the and the time factor, by the way, of all this, you know, before I'm sorry, before we get into no, some, no, some, some stuff that came out of it, is that like the fact that the villains and the heroes had switched personalities uh-huh. to such extremes. That that apocalypse has taken over all of Manhattan, yep. all of it. Okay, so you know this isn't like yesterday. This is, and they say eventually, like it has been weeks. And I'm like, well, the onslaught problem is over. Where are the other heroes of the world? And then I think they made eventually some weak ass reference to, well, mostly all the heroes have been shrunken down. And I'm like, so the evil villain good guys that were going to kill everybody didn't kill anybody. <laughs> they just kept shrinking them, which made no sense, you know. Uh, considering that they just wanted to kill them, it, it and then the world just seemed not moved by anything. And I'm not even talking about the hokey thing. We'll, we'll get to that part in the end. But I'm talking about even before the hokey crap ex- explanation, the world just seemed to be like oh, Manhattan's been taken over right again for weeks by mutants that are threatening to kill every single human being in all of Manhattan. But we're not really that concerned. Like, fine, all the heroes are shrunken. Where's the military? Anybody? <laughs> I mean, worst case well, scenario, they wouldn't did, you just bomb Manhattan with an atomic bomb? They, <laughs> did, say, they did say that um, they were trying to bring tax in, and uh, it was Apocalypse made a message saying that they've repelled their tanks uh, before, but if they send more tanks in, that they were going to actually start killing people. Right. So it means, again, once again, they weren't killing people, even though they planned on killing people, which, of course, <laughs> made no sense. And then there was the other... Um, oh, shoot, when you said that, it reminded me of something... Oh, damn it. Now I'm going to forget. Because there was another thing that just, it was just over the top that had gotten me. But I, nope, I have to get back to it. Okay. Oh, quick question. Because you mentioned about, about the, because the, what you're saying, Mike, it sounds like you're saying that there's a lot of big points that they missed or a lot of opportunities to kind of fill in some story that would make more sense. Do you feel like they, they didn't fill in all their blanks? Well, they didn't fill in all their blanks at all. They didn't even fill in, I think, almost half their blanks. It, I don't think any of it would have helped. It just, it was just, it went too far. It went too far in his lunacy. Oh, that was it. Uh, uh, Tony Stark, You're who's now now evil, <laughs> you know. So he's making the extremist program available to make everyone beautiful. At no point did anyone think this is probably not something we should allow the public <laughs> to have their hands on as a government. I mean, right. I don't care. You can't just make an app, put something in that's affecting people, and the government's like, eh, we just turn a blind eye to that. <laughs> you know, like, it just it just was like this. It was just so far over the top. If you that, read um, Superior Iron Man, uh-huh. you see that, uh, well, the government doesn't really try to stop him because he's like, he's, he's Tony to like the max with 
crazy inventions. He has a, a brand new suit right. where the front, he doesn't even hide his face anymore. It's a, sort of a, like a glass sort of... Uh, Some kind of indestructible plastic yeah, glass type of crap. Okay. He's in front of his face, so you can actually see his face in, in, the, in the suit. And it, the suit comes out as like liquid. It's, it comes out of him too. Okay. And it wraps around him. Um, and there's actually, in, I think in the first one, not in the first one, uh, in, in issue three and then in issue four, uh, Daredevil's trying to stop him. Right. And, because that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> think about that. <laughs> Daredevil tries to like take him underground where there's no signals or anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't work out. He yeah, gets, because that made no sense either. He, he gets knocked out, right? And then Tony cures his blindness. Okay, right. I had heard that. But only temporarily. (laughs) That's a dick move. Sort of because he thinks that by giving him sight, that he'll be hooked on extremists and he'll want to he'll want to keep his sight full time. But unfortunately, it only works on Mondays from eight to nine on Fox, (laughs) and he has to watch Gotham. So, (laughs) so he tells him, "You bastard!" uh, Tony Tony tells him, "He's like, if you want this to stay permanent, uh, contact me. We'll make an arrangement." So that way you can do stuff for me. Right. And also he, um, in the f- first issue, I think it was, uh, Kid uh, Abomination attacks him. And he doesn't even fight him. He's like, listen, what, what, what's wrong? He's like, he's like, this is a whiny kid. He wants something. It's like, he's like, he goes up to him. What's wrong, Kid Abomination? I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to be this kind of thing. And Tony's like, all right, you're working for me now. Like, if he's a fucking mob boss or some shit, right? Like, recruiting me. You're not making me want to read any one of these stories at all. <laughs> and, here, and here's what this reminds me of. Now, is it me being blonde again? Or between issue one and issue two? Was it issue two and issue three? You felt like you missed a chunk? Yeah, there was something weird that happened in yeah. those issues. Yeah. And I think that, that goes back to, because what you're talking about, you know, if you read um, Superior Iron Man, you would have got some of these things. It's something that MFG talked about years up oh, years ago, episodes ago. It feels like years ago when he talked about um, when we when they used to do the miniseries, they would have the miniseries go mm-hmm. on by itself, and then even though you didn't know what was going on, it, you know the 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 other comments on the side they weren't ancillary; they were just still the world going on. Right. But you know, in other words, if access was going on the way they used to do it back in the day was, if you didn't read. Um, Iron Man, you weren't missing a big, big chunk of the story. Right now, what you're saying is that there's, uh, what was it, like 40-something tie-ins? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was insane. More? It was absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. So it's like, if, if you don't read some of the tie-ins, there's a lot of stuff that you're missing. And, yeah. and, and it shouldn't be, and I understand you want to get, you know, this book is supposed to supply, yeah, watch it, it's hot. <laughs> um, you're supposed to, you know, it's going to get people to read other books. I get that. Right. But but, but let's keep it simple. Right. One, one, one or two books tops. But they, they, they're they getting over, going over the top, trying to overdo themselves. And, yeah. and, and they're, they're um, burning their candles out of both ends. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, there's, and it's also, there's nothing about this story that makes you want to read another title to find out more. It, like, like I said, you may feel like you're missing something, but it's nothing that you care like it just feels like you're just missing something that's going to make this make it better and then you realize no <laughs> you're not because whatever it is it's not so much that you didn't understand between you know a and c because you missed b it's that the resulting c just sucked like like, yeah. like i don't care what your reasoning to get the c was c was still horrible right. <laughs> you know absolutely and that's just the, it's just one bad decision after the next it just there's there's nothing even even Adam Kubert's artwork I was saying to you guys when this thing started it, it just felt like by by time his second because he did the first two and came back for a, a rousing one in the seventh um, but by the end of the second issue I was just like he just felt like I gave up <laughs> he was just like I'm not drawing anybody he, he mailed it in yeah, yeah. 
Um, so, so let's go over it because it's funny you said you know that, that it's such a it was such a bad thing. Let's talk about all the things that came out of this fight because, or let's let's give the people the the, the brief story. So basically, they fight Red Onslaught, they um, Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange do the spell the first time, which causes the inversion. But no, actually, it was still Doctor Doom. Doctor Strange started it; they got stopped, and then they that rested. was Doctor yeah. Doom, right? And, and, then, and then no one cared where he went because <laughs> apparently um, Tony Stark was under uh, Red Skull's control beforehand and built these uh, Sentinels, Set- Sentinels, yeah, under his control. And he Made out no of adamantium, yeah, because they had to announce that. Yeah. <laughs> they have no knowledge that this was going on. Right. A funny moment before that okay. was when uh, uh, Absorbing Man is fighting the Sentinels. And he's like, "Don't you know I'm gonna win? Cause I got adamantium." And he smacks the the sentinel with his own. Yeah, he yeah. kind of rips it open, and I'm like, "But it's made out of adamantium." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it wouldn't rip upon no. itself. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So let's just give everybody the, the, the brief version. So the fight happens. Um, the spell is cast on Red Onslaught, which they thought they defeated the Red Skull. Then all of a sudden, it seems like all the heroes on the island and all the villains on the island right. were all reversed. Well, 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 just, it's, just the ones who were out, because like the ones who were still uh, shrunk in, inside the Sentinel weren't affected. Was, oh, really? Yeah, it was only the oh, ones okay. who were outside oh, at that okay. time. Yeah, but, and also, and for anyone that's wondering, what we're talking about when we say we're inverting, like I said, is that it's a spell that Scarlet Witch uses her chaos magic and Doctor Strange used his order magic. And what they were trying to do was make, because um, I had said in my synopsis that the Red Skull has Charles Xavier's brain grafted onto his so that he had the telepathic ability. So what they were saying is that Charles Xavier, part of him was still alive inside the Red Skull's psyche. So they were trying to bring that out. So they were trying to flip the psyche from evil to bad. I mean, right. evil to good. But unfortunately, with the Red Skull still broadcasting the telepathy at that time, mm-hmm. it when the spell happened, it reversed him. But then it, it also sent out a reverse signal, which... If you just think about it, it makes no sense also, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it's not a reverse signal. Reverse signal of what? Wouldn't it, If you were sending out hate, wouldn't it just mean that you make everybody love each other? <laughs> he wasn't sending out an inversion signal. <laughs> so basically, all um, basically most of the heroes are, all, are, pre- are bad with like a handful of like, what was it? The Nova, Spider-Man. Um, well, they weren't, Rogers, they weren't there. Right. They yeah. weren't even on. This is on Genosha, by the way, for anyone that has not read and should not read this book. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't read it. Don't taste it. Yeah, like uh, yeah. You know, just to give you an idea, um, Red Skull had uh, taken over the destroyed island of Genosha and just made it basically his re-education Nazi kind of camp. So he was putting mutants there. Just to give you an idea what what was bringing the world there. Right. So I mean, because there's a lot of things that came out of the battle because once the heroes were evil and once the Villains were good. There's a lot of stuff that came out of that. Right. Let's start talking about the things that came out of that battle. Or all those battles. Now, um, what's this, Genesis? Genesis is, yeah. is the name of Kid uh, Apocalypse. Yeah. How, do we, how do we feel about him be- um, coming out full grown? Stupid. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're telling me a, an inverting personality. In other words, basically, if he just chose to do evil, he would just become a full grown adult? Apparently. But, but, I mean, because that's what they're telling us. He didn't become an evil kid. He just turned into apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Deadpool's like, "Oh my god, man, you got really big. Where you been lifting weights?" Jesus oh, Christ! Don't <laughs> remind me. You of know Deadpool. what's funny? I read I read that page and I was like hoping that they had another explanation on why he became so big so fast. And this is after Genesis got harpooned. Yeah, yeah. By Ahab, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so they're just getting rid of the." Ca- I mean, I'm don't have anything invested in Kid Apocalypse, you know. So I'm like, "Oh, okay, they got rid of him. Oh, so, well, he's still alive somehow." And so, by the way, I'm sorry, real fast. Uh, he got. Harpoon through the heart, right? It looked like through the lung. Well, but no, no, no. That's fine. 
Did you not notice that when they had him like like in you know underground trying to protect him, his head was wrapped. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, it was like Adam. He got harpooned in the heart. You you, you drew that one. <laughs> Speaking of harpooning, Ahab is that his only power? Yep. Throwing yep. throwing yeah. harpoons. Yep. He's fr- he's from the. Um, he's got one less power than the uh, the other guy that, than harpoon had. Remember, <laughs> remember from the uh, um the the reavers? Was Not the reavers. The oh, other group. Oh shoot. It was an X Factor enemy, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Is that Pure, purifiers? purifiers? No, 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 no. Okay. So he creates harpoons. I don't think so, though. That's what I'm not sure of. Why? Well, no, he's he's from that. He's from a future. He's from, he's from the future. Ahab. He's from um. And apparently uh, he's obsessed with Moby future. Dick. Uh, isn't it Phoenix? Um, Rachel Summers' future. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. From Rachel Summers' future. He's from the future, and he's obsessed with Moby Dick. Yep. Yep. But so we have Genesis becoming Apocalypse. We have, um, but that didn't stay because remember he reverted back. Yeah, so right. that so that's what I'm saying. We didn't get that out of him. He just his inversion was to become Apocalypse, and then he reverted back to Kid Apocalypse, and now he's on the run with Deadpool, who is somehow still alive, even though he was completely decapitated. Right. Well, Deadpool doesn't really die as long as his brain is intact. Yeah, I didn't understand that part either. So, um, th- th- someone in the comic referenced him as a zombie. Is he a zombie, or is he just? His, or was his, that just a, they were just making fun of him? Uh, his history is that he had cancer, right? Right. And then he was a, a, a done on the Weapon X, a Weapon X experiment where his regeneration factor was like boosted to like a million, so he could be cut up and he'll still be alive. Okay. But he still has the cancer though, and, and over time. Um, it showed up on his skin. Oh, so, okay. So like his, his his cells just regenerate faster than the cancer. So oh, okay. That's why he's still alive. But he's uh, they refer to him as a giant walking tumor. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. That's why they say that. He's that, a that, that was Iron Man. Uh, were you talking about the right. line where Iron Man said, "You know, you're." A, he goes, "Oh, can I be a, an Avenger now?" I think that's what Deadpool asked right. Iron Man. Iron Man goes, "You're like a you're a walking zombie married who married a vampire." Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I remember that line. So, what do you think? What else came out of it? Oh. Um, the big one, the um, Scarlet, Scar- the evil Scarlet Witch fighting Magneto. Right. And Quicksilver comes to save him. And then she tries to cast a spell on Magneto. Well, on she casts on, on all her of her blood, blood. All of her bloodline to kill it all. And then we just see Quicksilver drop and not die. Yeah. See, right. He was like, when I first got here, I was talking about it. He's like, no. I had it the other way around. It was Quicksilver and Magneto and Quicksilver don't get affected. I'm like, no. No, no, no. That's her game. brother. Yeah. But it's just like. But then he should be dead. But he doesn't seem to be dead. Yeah. And Magneto's like, well, you don't know how good it feels now not to have you as my daughter. And he's like, oh, snap. <laughs> oh, And then she's like, well, you don't know how good it feels for me not to have you as my father. Look at you bobbing oh, your head side snap. to side. And then Quicksilver <laughs> said, neither of you know how good it feels to be inside my sister. <laughs> Damn, that's horrible. <laughs> But but people in Kentucky love this. But um, so we have that major thing coming out, right? So we have that reveal, which we already established last uh, last, last episode podcast, was just right. a big f you to Fox, basically again, so right. that they're basically disclaiming now that there's well mutants that they're mutants at all, um, right. or at least they're related to Magneto. So that gets that out of the way for the Avengers movie. Right. Um, but I mean, the that's the thing is there weren't any really big things. You, the biggest things that happened weren't that big at all, which is havoc is still inverted but whatever that means because he's inverted but he still loves his brother so i'm yeah. like so wouldn't that have inverted because you didn't hate scott you were mad at him but you didn't hate right. him so you were inverted but you're back with scott who isn't inverted anymore right i mean he's no, just Scott's right. no. so he's not inverted so what's 
what are they going to do together? Like, like he's like going there, like I'm going to go see my brother kind of thing. And it's like, but shouldn't you hate him and, and everyone else? Because everyone else was murderously crazed, you know, like, so that made no sense. So they just put the Scott, the Summers brothers back together. And by the way, why did they kept trying to throughout that book, keep telling us that the Summer brothers are these awesome people? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but the Summers brothers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, apparently when, when you combine, uh, chest blast with eye blast, you get super blast. I, I guess so. I mean, it's Ahab. I never get enough of killing the summers. I'm like, well, there's only three of them. <laughs> the two brothers and then Rachel. I mean, how many people were you killing? Well, well, actually, the two brothers, the three brothers. Well, yeah, but we no one talks about Vulcan. Like, the th- ever. The three brothers, Rachel, Nathan. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think that was during Ahab's time. Maybe. Yes, yes, because um, um, Rachel was a Scani. And took him, took him back as a baby, and but, raised him. Right, but I thought that Ahab was while Rachel was still young herself. Yeah, but I mean, but she could have still went back to her time, oh, ra- you guess. know, raised him. But it's part of that, and, and that's where Marvel gets really confused. They're going to start on time travel. Listen, don't, don't start with these head scratchers. I know, I know. Sometimes, I, audience, I apologize ahead of time. Mike, Mike, and I will go full geek. <laughs> we'll forget you guys are like what so, right. our bad our bad right so then the, the, your other reveal like we had already discussed was then Sabretooth just being like oh you know I, I, I'm i gonna be almost like Wolverine I feel redeemed or that. and it's like so I could care less so we just have another wild man without adamantium that's gonna fight on the side of good I'm just like you made me read nine issues for this and also and, and, and Iron Man yeah. oh and Iron Man for which I, I could I care less still evil because apparently Telepathy is just all frequencies, and he could block it out. Yeah, I, I'm just like, and I mean, fine, yeah, but it just takes away everything and, from the rest of the story. And we still don't know whether or not Doom has been reverted. Well, he should be. He did the magic, so he should he should have been right there with it. Should be, but he was in the epicenter too, so we don't know. And then right, but Scarlet Witch is still that's true. She's Scarlet Witch was, yeah. was, was reverted back. Okay, so so we know that Doom has uh, Red Skull and he has him tied up to some machine. Right. So we don't know what plans he has with that. Oh, either. by the way, oh here's another kicker though that comes with the ending. So Doom has Red Skull tied up to the machine. Why would that be? Now I don't mean as in a plot story. Why? I mean why would he have him? Why would he know to have him? Why am I asking these questions? Right. Why? Because on the moon, what does Thor say after the reinversion? What does he say? What happened? And Loki says, you don't remember anything? No. Well, then that means no one should remember anything. Yeah. You, in fact, Loki should be also saying, why am I here on the moon with you? Yeah. Right. So is it just that Thor has instant you know, Asgardian amnesia? Because, <laughs> because it didn't seem like, it seemed like everyone that had been inverted seemed to know what was going on. He or was sorta. drinking before. So. But you know what I'm saying? Like, so you've established now that Thor has no memory of what happened. Blame it on the alcohol. You know, so, but Loki does. Right. And I, so I'm lost. I, you know, I'm just completely like, so do the heroes know what happened? I understand that, for instance, there's this tape, and we'll get to that tape, that they can use, and then the, the other heroes that weren't affected can tell them what happened. This is what you did, and here's film of what you did. You know, right. I can get that they can be informed of what they did. But if they don't remember what they did, so then why does Doom have the Red Skull? Because he just absconded right off with him, you know? Right. So you shouldn't know what's going on. Hmm. Like there's just so much shit that's going on, like, like that makes no sense out of this story. And by the way, an inverted Loki does not make him a worthy man to lift <laughs> up Mjolnir. Mjolnir. I mean, if that's the case, everybody that's ever like you know saved a life, like Spider Man, should be whipping up um, Mjolnir like left and right. 
Yeah, true. true, well, true. I, I actually had Mjolnir the other day. I was using it to build a house. <laughs> Just had to hammer down the wall? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so, sounds like the cat hammer, Mjolnir. 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 All right. Um, anything else we want to talk about access before we get to ratings? Oh, yeah, dude. We haven't gotten to that other part. Which other part? Oh, by the way, so now you've had weeks, and I do mean weeks, weeks. of our heroes wreaking havoc or whatever they've been wreaking right um you have the villains that have been saving lives all over the place horribly you have oh oh we did one other thing out there we forgot that we got the death of carnage yeah because carnage is dead and uh, oh, peter parker right. has to make a statue out of rhinestone yep. in oh, his oh, honor right, with a confederate flag on yeah which for some odd reason peter's having trouble with i'm like you're all those machines you have in your studio i can't believe that would be a really hard thing to make <laughs> he's making it by hand I, he didn't have to make it by hand. <laughs> the guy didn't ask for that. Um, he's making all this because Carnage had, when he went to sacrifice his life, had said to uh, Spider-Man, like, you know, just do me a favor, you know, make me a statue so I, I'll be remembered, you know, for doing this because he knew that he was inverted. Like everyone knows. Well, that's the weird. The heroes didn't seem to quite know that they were inverted. They just knew that they were they were out of a fog. The the villains flat out knew that they were not who they were supposed to be. They right. flat out knew, which I'm like, so our villains are way smarter than our heroes, evidently. <laughs> but anyhow, so that's what Spider-Man had to do there. Um, but uh, so what I was leading up to is that the villains have been saving lives like crazy. The right. heroes have been, uh, I don't know what they've been doing. Because the, Club, we never got around the Club. Club, oh, when, when the Hulk right. got, he didn't get angry. He, he got sad. When he got sad, that's yeah. even sadder. When he got <laughs> sad, his inner Hulk came out and was a different size, different look and whatever, and called itself Club, K-L-U-H. And was literally murderous, even though he didn't quite seem to ever murder anybody. Yep. <laughs> um, so you have them doing all this destruction and whatnot, so that when everything is reverted back, you're thinking to yourself, wow, this is going to be a lot of shit to explain. And nope, conveniently, before they went into the big battle, all of the inverted villains made a tape saying, we're the villains, and we did this intentionally to your heroes, and we've made them with our magics and mind-melding, blah, 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 blah. We made them do bad stuff. So, and why are we telling you this? Because we want to take it, we want to take full credit for all the harm we've done to you so that, you know, you'll know who really did this. They would have just been better off having someone had a dream. And they're like, they're like, if you're watching this, then we failed. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, seriously. They should have just been Steve Rogers as the old man should have woken up. Oh, I forgot my medicine. I had a horrible dream. <laughs> you know, it was the worst. I totally forgot about that. The worst explanation to to just get out of jail free. Like, like, that, that's except for and except for by the way that the X Men though everyone's just like, well, the X Men though were evil. Like, uh, all right, <laughs> under <laughs> the bus. <laughs> See, like a better explanation would be like if they just said, "Well, it was some swamp gas that was reflected off of Venus coming in <laughs> that caused us to get all crazy." Yeah, that's, that's that's the explanation that they use for UFOs. Yeah, I mean, by this point, as as the collective world populace, you would just have to go get these heroes the fuck off our planet. <laughs> this this is just too much bullshit to have to deal with on a weekly basis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Franklin Richards and Scarlet Witch should have like. I mean, Franklin Witches is how old now? Thirteen. I don't think he's that old. I think he's somewhere in the ten range still. Shit, because I'm like, if he was old enough, if he was consenting age, I'd be like, let him, let him and Scarlet Witch get it on. Maybe their sex powers. Well, he could just make himself older. <laughs> <laughs> he's done it before. He's like, how do I want to be? Twenty one, right? Well, I'm just 21. saying that that would have been a more ex- um, explicable miracle yeah. of, of them kind of covering that up. Yeah. I, I totally forgot about that. I'm so sorry. I was getting ready to go into ratings. I totally forgot about that. You could just say that Franklin Richards sneezed, and this is what came out. <laughs> Mike's no, I think that's the other end this came out of. <laughs> he he ate some seafood that didn't agree with him. It's 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 an involuntary human movement, but it's not in the mouth. <laughs> there, there'll be no there'll be no song sung about this movement. <laughs> oh man. 
Yes. All right. Besides plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So anything else we want to add about Access? I mean, I've after rereading it, I'll tell you this much. The, the most positive stuff I have is about the artwork. And like I said before about that, it was way better than Infinity was. Yeah. That's not a real rating, but yes, it was better no, than that Infinity. Was, that wasn't quite a rating. That wasn't a rating. That was just me like, like a... Like a but the question, though, is now, I mean, going across uh, across books, how did that stand up to uh, Trinity, though? I was trying to think of that earlier, and I'm like... The Trinity I, was shorter. <laughs> yeah, it was way shorter, thank God. Um, but I'm like... Trinity or Infinity? No, Trinity. Trinity. Um, Trinity War with... DC. Yeah. Oh, DC, DC. With the, with yeah, the, yeah. the Trinity is really Earth-3. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I actually think that Trinity might win this one, in my opinion. I mean, it... What? Because it just at least the story held up until it just fell apart. This one just never. It just felt like they had like IKEA plans for like nine different stories and just <laughs> and they, took a page out of each one. And then they had screws left over. <laughs> a lot of screws left over. <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> Where does this screw go? I don't know. Fuck it. It I, looks good. I got seven screws and and twelve bolts left over. <laughs> Where does our Deadpool go? Who fucking cares? We're killing him off anyway. <laughs> So ratings. Uh, all right, ratings for um, Access the miniseries. I'm going to go ahead and say my first one. I'm going to give it... No, I'm not going to split my rating. I'm going to give it a full rating. I'm going to give it three white skulls Ugh. out of ten. Um, what, gives it, what gives it such a, a, a... Not a high rating, but higher than what I would normally give it is the artwork. The artwork, I like Terry Dodson. I did. I agree with the whole thing about, about Kubert, but even Kubert's mailed in work is better than some work that's out there now barely and and lin you lin lin you lin you mm-hmm. i like this stuff except when he draws women his women always look weird his women look like um i mean nothing against drag queens but you know he, it, it looks like they're all on drag race from rupaul <laughs> they're <laughs> they all like real strong jaw lines i'm like yeah. what the hell's going on here but i mean i, I mean I, I still like the artwork but the story was just I liked it the first time I read it because it kept me interested in something. But then I realized when all the things came out, and I'm like, "Wow!" So Iron Man's this and the... no, sorry. All right. I give it out of ten nine issues that I wish I've never read. So there's only one left. So it's one. What the fuck was that? I don't know what kind of math. It was inverted math. Yes. <laughs> That's right. You inverted it. So it's out of ten. There were nine issues that I wish I've never read. Common Core, <laughs> Common Core um, scoring. So out of that ten, so one, one one out of ten. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. It's like I I try to forgive this one because I'm very forgiving. for you not to fucking forgive. And it's like they just they they took it too far with trying to make everybody quippy. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Hey, for you to say that because you like a lot of like slapstick and and humor. For you to say that, I they knew it was bad. Too far too far alright when you see a bomb, uh, absorbing man making quippy remarks and freaking oh, saber tooth the enchantress quippy, enchantress too making quippy I'm like what the hell yeah it was just it was yeah. just too much Loki, and Loki's not supposed to make quippy remarks he's supposed to be silver tongued and smooth and like yeah. make you want to hate him you know yeah. it was like I said it was, it was just bad maybe it was the inversion <laughs> Mike. Uh, Mike. that's why they get the inverted rating I thought I was going to have the lowest rating but evidently I'm going to be tying for the lowest rating I'm going to give this one the events of this story were inspired by Freaky Friday out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> 
Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. Guess. I would have rather read that in comic book form. Oh my god! <laughs> I actually like that movie. It's just stupidly fun. <laughs> you should watch the original. I have watched it. I was about to say this, the original is fun too. Wow. You okay. Know, but but I mean, yeah. Now this this book, it's do not wait for it to be a trade paperback. Do not bother to read it. Go to Wikipedia. Read the summation. Yep. Period. I, I'm seriously save your money. Don't even try and get it when it's on sale at 99 cents on the digital download. Do not bother. Or I'll say this, if because I know some of you, you know, I, I know some of you guys who listen, and you guys will, will say, well, you guys are kind of harsh. I'm going to read it anyway. If you buy it and you read it, don't blame us. We told you no. <laughs> and if you buy it and you read it, please go to our Facebook page and tell us what you think. I mean, I don't care if you disagree, but just tell us what you think. Honestly, Absolutely. I, I really oh, would like I, to get some more input on that. You know, yeah. but. I, you know, and, and like I said, for three of us to be like, it's all a pile of crap. That's pretty scary. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Speaking of input, I want to do some random input. So don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. Geeks on the Go. You keep playing that little game, huh? Uh, no, we're recording. We're live. Nah, I know. Make sure. <laughs> okay. You know, the, you know the drill. I don't know the drill. What is it? Well, first off, Ralph what, makes fun of me. What kind then, of drill? <laughs> is it a craftsman's drill? No, it's not a drill. Oh, it's not a drill? See, is it a trap? See, if I was your It's f- a trap. See, if, <laughs> if, if I wasn't your friend, I'd be like, oh, I'll tell you the drill. I'm drilling your mom's. <laughs> wow. But we're not doing that. <laughs> I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek, and we never make it under a minute. Why not? Because I'm going to do two minutes. We're definitely going to get under a minute now. If you do two minutes, we I'm won't sorry. get under a minute. I'm sorry. That's a, that's a, that's a theater major math of me speaking to that. That's fast. that sorry New York that. math going Shush. again. Shush. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Yeah, sure. What the hell? I guess. Ready, set, go. Name a current superhero that would be more successful if he or she switched companies. Ralph. Squirrel Girl. What the hell? <laughs> Mike. Spawn. People would actually read it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Since... Uh, since Guardians of the Galaxy is having their sequel in the works, would you want to see Galactus or Silver Surfer in those movies? Mike. Well, if it's Galactus, uh, if I wanted to see a big flowny penis, I'd rewatch Watchmen. So Silver <laughs> Surfer, but only if he promised not to whine about Shalabal. Aww. <laughs> Ralph? I think Silver Surfer would probably be cooler because you can see him flying outside in space with a Superman. And I think he kind of fits also for me anyway. Yeah. All right. Kick-Ass, Invincible, Lock and Key, or Grendel. Which of these non-Marvel DC properties could be the next smash hit in the box office? Ralph. Probably Invincible because people tend to gravitate more towards superhero movies. But Lock and Key would probably be good too. Absolutely. Mike. Grendel would be so awesome people's heads would explode. And they would also have trouble following a villain as a main character. So I'm going to have to go with Lock and Key. Okay. All right. Well, the the, the timer went off. We're going to continue. What should be written on Deadpool's tombstone? Mike. And stay dead, fucker. <laughs> Ralph. Deadpool was here. Because <laughs> he's getting out. Yeah. Oh, goodness. And lastly, complete this letter with one sentence. Either Dear DC Entertainment or Dear Marvel Entertainment. Ralph. Dear DC Entertainment. Fuck you. Dear Marvel Entertainment. Fuck you, too. Really? Yes. Okay. Mike. Mine starts off with Dear DC Entertainment and Dear Marvel Entertainment. Please take a moment and complete your sex offender registries because you are continually raping my childhood and others should be warned. Love, MFG? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I th- you know what? I thought we were going to get a lot more DC hate on that one. But no, I guess you they're guys... Both, they're both... I mean, 
with especially Marvel now where they're playing this whole game with their it's my property I'll fuck you over if I don't like it you know it's it's so like I mean again I don't care if you I don't know I mean you just want to to talk or yell or whatever but to start switching your own history just for no reason it's just it's just petty that's why I say you should just forget about canon and just make stories well, they should just be making stories, or, or stories from the. You have your options: either you make stories from the damn comic books that exist and they're great stories, or just make your damn movies. But the comics are the comics, the movies are the movies. No one needs them to be identical, right? Nope. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. Back in the day, I, I wanted it to be identical and I wanted it to be all streamlined. But I think the bottom line is that as long as we see a good story and it get and it has most of the. The, the, the things that you need in that character, right. you know, mm-hmm. I don't mind too much. Yeah, well, 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 I mean, well, Cap, if you want to be streamlined, you just got to get a good razor and shave all the right places. <laughs> wow. Wow. But, uh, well, I mean, like, an example that we got where they, they were trying to do that was that with the Spider Man movie, with the first Spider Man movie with Tobey Maguire. I mean, it, you know, suddenly, you know, he had organic webbing, and then lo and behold, they had, he had organic webbing in the comics, and that just kind of sucked. Yeah, it, it definitely did. Yeah. Well, you know what doesn't suck? What? Well, you know, no, I was like, you know what doesn't suck? The show, but you know what does suck? The show's out of time. Ooh. Ooh. So for RT Square, Ralph the Tech, and MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, this is the cap saying keep it geeky. And damn it, when is Marvel going to come out with a She-Hulk movie? <laughs>